Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 257. Uh, we're missing we're missing Sean. He said he was feeling under the weather. Oh, we'll see about that, I guess, next week. See if that actually was a thing. And then we have Max Dreamcast guy who actually has some stuff come up tonight. But still have plenty of people here. And I, I think maybe Nate will just randomly pop in. Just that's just what he does. So if he just randomly shows up, there we go. We'll have Nate as well. But returning to the Spawncast for it feels like a little while now. We have Jordan Fringe. What's going on? Glad to be here. Good to have Jordan back. J just in time for the big Pokemon announcement. So we had to get you back for this. You know, you got to you gotta make your return now. Absolutely. Good, good. We'll, we'll hear your thoughts on that, of course, uh, especially with some of the starters and stuff. Everyone's got to pick a starter right now and you got to stick to it. We're, we're not changing. You're not allowed to change. You got to pick it right now um, before you see the final evolutions. Mm -hmm. Let's go over here. We got we got OJ. Player Essence, how are we doing, OJ? Doing good, man. Thanks for having me back on. Uh, another successful Spawncast Holding up the pre-show. Huh. Yeah, it was great, man. Had hundreds of people out there. There was somebody that was like tw said twist on my nipples or something like that, and Spawncast out of context or out of context got me again. So sounds like the internet. Go. Yeah, <laughs> and he only donated a dollar too. So it was like, but I mean, I appreciate the dollar, but I mean, like, you know, he That's... got me on that one. So there you go. And we have Miss Click. Miss Click's back. Ah, yeah, good to be back. My internet's actually working. So good stuff. Good stuff. We got MVG. What's going on? Great to be here. Yes, MVG and I have a video actually for tomorrow. So that'll be, that'll be good. I'm, that's going to go up tomorrow. Uh, interesting topics there. Some insights from a developer for the Switch. So definitely want to check that one out. Uh, and uh, then we have Evan. Yep. Evan's here. All right. We might talk about a little, little Elden Ring tonight, maybe. Well, we'll see. Talk about that some. Evan actually had to reroll his character. Couple but, times, uh, yeah. Couple times. Couple times. <laughs> couple times. Even like the bandit. Now that I've seen half the daggers, I'm like, fuck, it should just be a <laughs> bandit. He's rerolling. <laughs> uh let's uh you want to start with a discord question I mean, we do have a sponsor we have factor once again factor uh, uh sponsorship tonight so we'll, we'll get to them in, in midway through the show but evan you want to hit us with the with the discord question first before um, we get into some of the stuff here got a list of five things that might come out uh, i'm guessing this guy's looking to see what the order might be like a playstation 5 slim pro mm -hmm. the next mm -hmm. gen switch game pass available on steam and uh I don't know, a slew of PC games which have NVMe read-write speeds as system requirements. Uh, ga uh, game Pass on Steam, because Valve already said they, they have no problem doing it. In fact, they'll help do it. Yeah. So that's what I would go with. Uh, as for a pro PS5 or a slim PS5, you'll probably see a slim PS5 first. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think this is going to be a long generation for the PS5 and the Xbox series. Uh, so you want to hit us another one, Evan? Uh, let's go with go with this one. Uh, we have a person who hasn't played a Souls game before. He's wondering if he should start with Demon Souls remake or Elden Ring, and why? I would say Elden, Elden Ring. Ring. Yeah, just because it, it does have functions that make it a little easier, and it has mm -hmm. all the same like gameplay elements, so it works. Yep. Yeah, I, you, you don't really ever feel stuck in Elden Ring either. Yeah. I've rage quit every Demon Souls. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Dark, I've, I've rage quit Dark Souls one, two, and three. I've never finished them. I beat Demon Souls, but Elden Ring is easily the most accessible. Yes. Yeah. And like, like, you just never feel stuck. So if you feel like yep. you can't beat a boss, you just literally walk in a different direction and you'll probably find some new things to do. Uh, so I, I very, very thoroughly actually enjoying I'll actually do a quick update on that Elden Ring, how we feeling real fast since we've had more time last time when we talked about it last played it for, I think like just under 10 hours or, or something like that for a lot of us. Uh, I'm 40 hours in now. I so I'm really, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it's pretty good. 85. I'm yeah. I'm still trying to finish Horizons, so. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm, I just hit level 70. I'm 
46 hours in right now and i'm loving it yep I had, loving I'm, it. I'm level 90 right now <laughs> damn what? man I'm, I'm, I'm only 20 something hours plus in um and yeah i'm enjoying it just some other stuff kind of came out so i haven't been able to play it as much but yeah i still like it last time that i think i was only like a, a few hours in last time so now I, I put a number of hours in the past week it's good it's really yeah. good I like yeah, it. i'm really i'm enjoying the exploration of it there there's a lot of stuff to do in the game a lot of things on the map the problem is you end up doing all kinds of stuff other than the main quest so no, you feel like you're pretty far you feel like you're pretty far in the game and then you're like wait this is the second main boss that i'm fighting right now how did i get 30 hours in here (laughs) the problem is that you get all these dope weapons that you can't use you have to (laughs) you have to spec your character but like i i'm I'm to the point now because i'm level 90 and i've been building up so many of my specs that i can actually switch between plenty of the weapons now unless it's like a like i don't have anything for magic really like mage so i'm not doing that but like i have a i have a really cool spear that I technically can't talk about because that's kind of a spoiler. I have a really cool sword. It shoots a Kamea wave. I'm currently yeah, dual wielding cool. whips. That was kind of fun. <laughs> there Same. is, um, there is after you beat a certain boss, you can then respec. respec it. Yep. So but you can it, change it, your specs a, around. If it's you want. a little bit in the game, um, yeah. but you can you can respec and, and basically. Yeah, but I definitely got to get get to right now. I'm kind of just like grinding at this one spot that's pretty good, and I've been leveling up. So I got to like level forty something. So I'm like, you know, almost level 50. I think I'm like almost level 50. So I've been grinding and I'm like, okay, I don't want to go back and I want to beat this boss that I kicked my butt. Like yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> That's the best feeling. You like yeah, leave yeah. at like level 20, you come back at level 50. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was at level 30. I think I was at level like 30 something when I got, oh, I got, yeah. there was two of them in there and they just smashed me. And I'm like, okay, screw you guys. And then I went on, and I'm going to go back. I'm, I'm going to beat them up. Mm. Yeah, I got, I, I'm, I'm using a sword and shield, but the sword I have is pretty is pretty good. It like shoots a Kamehameha wave, then also shoots fire. So like, I have that it, one. Is that that uh, sort of? It's like night, moon, night uh, moon. Yeah, night something moon. like something like that. I have a, I have, I have, a plus, I have a plus nine right now. Ooh, damn, yeah. mine's, mine's <laughs> plus five or six, and yep. uh, it's it's pretty godly, honestly. I need one more. I think it's like a dragon stone something to finish it like plus 10 i believe is the highest it goes i I don't know where to get one of those so i have to find it but uh i'm getting pretty far up the map to where i i I feel like i'm getting closer to the end of the game but people say that and then the thing just opens up further so uh this is going to be a game that i'm be i'm trying to get it completely finished before kirby but i mean that's going to be that's going to be interesting and triangle strategy came out i want to get to that but i'm like no if i leave elden ring no you don't don't do i'm that. not going to finish it because i'm going to come back and be like i have no idea to play now <laughs> I, 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 I missed one day and i had a guy on a horse kick my ass that i usually kill i'm like god damn it <laughs> yeah I, i'm like 10 hours plus into triangle strategy i'm like addicted to it so it's like and i'm trying to split my time and it's not going very well there so. are like way too many games coming out yep. yeah like that's where i am now very overwhelming and like in the midst of all of it i'm like man i really feel bad for the horizon team like so much this is like yeah. the second uh, year they'll, they'll be fine like it's gonna be a, a slow burn for them they're, they're gonna sell 20 yeah. million they're gonna no sell a lot they're gonna sell yeah. a lot they're not so, gonna like, they're know, unfortunately the they're celebration i feel like it yeah. tends to get forgotten a little bit because yeah. that horizon's definitely gonna unfortunately get forgotten about because like elden I'm ring came out it. and that's all everyone's talking about is elden ring and it's but like, I, like i'm having a lot of fun with horizon yeah. so oh it's a quality people, game people, people people are like oh if you're enjoying horizon you're really gonna like elden ring and i'm like well i I think it's probably gonna be more niche like which kind of combat you prefer Uh, i don't i don't think i don't think that at all i mean if somebody could love horizon and not like elden ring the combat is completely different different. i think i think people are i think there is that frustration factor to elden ring but like man when you start really clicking and taking out bosses it's it's a pretty satisfying feeling so uh but 
yeah, very good game. Uh, well, I'm, I got to see what the ending looks like, but so far I'm, I'm pretty happy with Elden Ring. Very, very interesting open world for it. So uh, recommend it for anyone, even if you want to get in your first one. Definitely a good one to start with. Uh, but to be honest, you might go back and play like Demon's Souls and be like, ooh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I kind of like the open world in Elden Ring a bit more. No, so. I, I, I would be. Because yeah. the other ones are like, it's like, it's not, I wouldn't say corridors, but like it's kind of boxed in. It's just the exploration's not nowhere near as fun, you know? Um, this one brings that. It, it brings that. Ex like, it, the worlds look so different. I think Max explained it great. He said it, it's like a bunch of different open world games all mixed into one. Like every yeah, area feels like crazy different. There's just been crazy locations that I've seen people post. There was like, like a really what? weird spot when I walked in and Evan talked about it. The hands, Evan. <laughs> Dude, I saw oh, it and yeah, I was like, what hands. is that? Oh, no. Yeah, that's gonna like, get, I finally that's figured out how nightmares. to beat them easily and it, I, I'm super excited. Dude, that's going to give some people some nightmares, that, that hand area. Oh, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're right, though, OJ. The art style is just all over the place, the point where it's like you walk into a different part of the world and you're like, this is feels so different from what I was just in. So uh, yeah, some, some props to the to Bandai Namco for actually giving those guys a raise. You know? Yeah, they mm. did. They well, they kind of have to now because you see the sales for this game. It's like, oh no, nah, they don't have to. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, but at this point, with how with how talent's getting harder and harder to find in games, okay. like we, we got yeah, the story, yeah. uh, we got the story with um, oh, which Activision's having a hard time apparently getting people on board, uh, hiring, and I think Quantic I is another one. Quantic's having there like that Star Wars game, that Eclipse game. Do you see the rumor for that? Apparently, that thing's not coming out till twenty twenty seven. Yeah, I heard about that. And it's because they're having a hard time hiring. So if you're yeah. Bandai, you see the kind of what FromSoft is able to do here. Yeah, and obviously yeah. it's it's selling really well. Uh, in the UK anyway, it sold twice what Horizon did or something, which, I mean, for a FromSoft game, that's crazy. So they they had to probably do something in their mind, like we, we can't lose the talent here because they'll probably build another Elden Ring or something. So um, yeah, good, good stuff though, all the way around. Completely recommend it definitely uh let's let's talk about pokemon jordan were you actually no you know what i know jordan wasn't surprised because he was telling me how when was that was that last that was like last year so we just found Arceus out about we just out. found out about arceus when it was revealed you were like yeah it makes sense because in 2022 they're going to start gen 9 and i was like jordan they, they, they got a game coming out at the end of this year they got arceus next year but then you were explaining it to me about the cycles and i was looking i was like you know what no i I think Jordan has something here. So before Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl came out, I was like, I, yeah, I see it. I, I think 2022, we're getting Gen 9. And here we are. Violet and Scarlet. Yeah, the new Let's games, because both end in uh, Let. Uh, yeah, very excited for these. I think it's a nice little surprise. Um, you know, they, watching that direct, it kind of felt like, okay, yeah, all right, cool. And oh, we're ending. All right, oh. And like we got this little live action trailer uh surprise uh which is cool we got to feel like we snuck into to game freak and and saw something uh we shouldn't but yeah um the whole spain portugal region i think looks very very nice i think the styling looks nice the textures on the pokemon the lighting and the effects are you know getting more up to par with what you'd expect to see now from a pokemon game i think the whole worrying about n64 trees is hopefully over because uh, there was a wide variety of trees, it looked like, in the trailer. Uh, but yeah, the three new Pokemon, the three new starters were shown off, which you have to, you know, pledge an allegiance to now, and you have to join your team. Uh, there's uh, Sprigatito, which is the uh, the grass cat. 
then there's Foycoco, which is the fire crocodile, and then there's um, I have like the Quaxley. The, the pronounce the, the, the pronounce the green the green one again. The cat Sprigatito. Sprigatito. Okay, that was the one that was throwing me off. I got Quax. I got Foycoco. Uh, oh yeah. So we have three. They're going. Was it fire, water, grass type? Right. We're, we're, yeah. we're on board with standards. that. Yes. Yeah. All right. Good. And I think uh, the biggest the biggest hope for at least for one of these evolutions is that Sprigatito stays on all fours. Pokemon you. has a habit of taking uh, Pokemon that walk on all fours and for no reason making them uh, wrestlers, like uh, like Litten, <laughs> Litten from a cat from a cat's whole wrestler. Mm. I love Incineroar though. I'm not. I, I I like Incineroar a lot too. I'm just saying they have a habit of just out of nowhere. It's like eh, now it's a wrestler. It's like you know. It's oh, out so cool. Have you ever used Incineroar and Smash? He's so cool. I, I agree with Jordan though. Like I think other than like Skitty and was it Purity or whatever. Like there's only like a few like cool cat. Like they're they're not like I don't feel like they don't do cats justice. So I really hope this is like a really epic looking like jaguar or like a cougar or something. It'd be really freaking cool. Who are we who are we going with here? Out of the three, who's everyone going Grass with? Grass kitty, of course. A Quaxley. It's a freaking duck. It's a swag duck. Of course, you choose the JoJo duck. Yes, I damn right I choose the JoJo duck. Oh, I strike duck. JoJo poses every day on my damn stream. I'm gonna pick the damn JoJo duck. The duck. Yes. I'm going with the fire crocodile. Although I am slightly disappointed it's not a fire dinosaur. Well, it's a derpy croc. It's a derpy croc. crocodile. No, it's a derp. It's a derp croc. No, nah, I, I saw I saw uh, uh, mighty uh, Keith say the quacks. It looks like he shows up five minutes early everywhere he goes. And I'm like, you know what? He kind of does. I can't pick him. What? You said that? <laughs> <laughs> mighty for <a> twitter <laughs> this man's tripping that was good that was funny i looked at it and i was like he's got a point there is, no uh, he doesn't this is a hard one. <laughs> i'm going for coco because you know he's turning into some crazy looking thing yeah it's uh it's been a while since i've looked at a generation and said wow i really really like all three and i'm having a hard time picking Aww. because th this one at first i looked at it and i was like these look like fan ones that leaked years ago. And then I looked at it more and I'm like, you know what? I actually do like these. Mm. And usually I'm the basic, you know, I always just go with the fire because why not? But uh, last generation, I definitely broke that one going with Sobble for water. And I think I might break that again because it's definitely between uh, Fue Coco because I just think it's so randomly adorable. But I think I might have to go with the, the grass. I think I have to go with Sprigatito. Oh, okay. 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 Grass, grass, uh, the grass type there. Yeah, I, I think I think they're good designs, though. Like, they definitely at least look interesting. And I'm curious what their final evolutions are going to look like. I'm sure they'll probably disappoint a lot of people, but you know, looking <laughs> forward to them. What do you think, Emiji? Who are you going with? I uh, really have no idea. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh gosh, the Pokemon talk already starting up. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll check it out. I'll check it out. This doesn't look like Elden right yet. Uh, I. <laughs> open world it is this open how open world we think this looks based open on the world. shot of the of the battle <laughs> that uh between uh i forget which pokemon it was it was between the trainer's pokemon and a larvitar mm -hmm. i think it pikachu. looked like that was just was it pikachu, pikachu? okay yeah. so that's just that's that just looks like an open world battle like that pokemon was out there you threw out your pokemon similar in arceus and mm -hmm. it looks like you're just having a battle right then and there so i think this style is just translating now into the main series 
games, the the Arceus style. I think this is the open world that they wanted to do with Sword and Shield and kind of just did their best with with the uh, with the little open free wild areas. And I think now knowing how to make a game like Arceus, they kind of just started fusing a lot of that together. That's sort of what I'm picturing as an evolution of a wild area rather than just take Arceus and move that over into this kind of because they still say you're going to battle against wild Pokemon to catch them. So I, yeah. I assume you're going to see them on the map. Or Pokeballs at wild Pokemon. Yeah, you're gonna I, throw out and yeah. battle those Pokemon. You're going to go to battle. Yeah, most likely. Just yeah. based on the just one, like one line they have on their website saying you'll be able to experience the true joy of the Pokemon series battling against wild Pokemon in order to catch them now in an open world game that mm. players of any age can enjoy. Uh. I, I'm curious how the open world part works because if you look people were pointing out that in like the center square, they have like different arrows pointing off in different directions, almost like when you go out to different areas of the world, defeat a gym or, or whatever they have set up, might not be a gym. And then like something in town, like lights up or something. It's like, Hey, you got that part done. Will they be able to scale the levels? How are they going to account for that? Cause usually they at least they pretend like you're kind of freely running around, but really you're just, you're tunneled off and you're going certain ways. They might tunnel it off. We've seen in games, uh, maybe I can't remember. I think it was Diamond of Pearl as well. Like you kind of have to go one way to get a gym done before you can go back a certain other way. Like it may kind of give you that illusion. Like, yeah, you can kind of go anywhere, but you get the other parts as you go. Similar to Arceus where like you get this one big area and you get this next big area. And then after you beat the game, you get all these big areas. You can go and rediscover with all the abilities you unlock in the game, all the uh, character okay. abilities. So yeah. I'm throw I a guess I out there, Jordan. Good. I want to ask you a question on that. Yeah. I think maybe just maybe, they let you tackle gym bosses bosses in any order or in different orders. That's not... cool. I, I would, again, that's going to be very dependent on if they're going to do any sort of level scaling, which is, I don't know if they would really do something like that. I would like to see them try something like that. I think if you want sure. a true open world and just say, all right, you play the game how you want, give it, give it that, you know, sorry for this comparison, that Breath of the Wild, hey, you choose which direction you want to go into when you start the game. You go here, you can go there. Um, so I, I don't know, I think it's pretty cool. It'd be pretty fun if you could just start and face the Elite Four right off the bat and then just get whooped. But if you're really, really lucky or good, you could just beat them and beat the game in five minutes. Hmm. That'd be cool too. I was, uh, <laughs> I kind of thought it was going to happen anyway, but when we had Arceus as just the one version of the game, I was like, I wonder if they're going to drop the dual releases now. There yeah, they are. just mentioned that <laughs> no. like literally the week before or something. Yeah. That was funny. Back to the two versions, Scarlet, Violet. I mean, at least they're back to colors, I guess. It's not just like a oh, two weapons or like a sword and a shield or something. Yeah. But probably dual releases. They probably looked at the sales of Arceus and said, this is great, but it could be better. Yeah, sure. it could be better. Double it. Yeah. <laughs> make sure we have two this. Uh, I mean, is, yeah. this is selling better than Sword and Shield. Yeah, they want to double that better. Oh god, <laughs> I think <laughs> I don't think I don't think it doubles the sales <laughs> because everyone, people yeah, just everyone buys the, the dual. Just need a you just need a boycott. Yeah, just need a good boycott. <laughs> All right. I think boycott. I think people just buy two copies because they buy for a friend. I think I really honestly think after Arceus, I think that people just because it's literally selling more than the two copy versions of games. So I think people just if they're if they don't sell another copy, people will just buy another copy anyway. I buy two copies to get the second for my shelf and then the one for me to or play. yeah, digital and physical, or they just buy a copy for a friend, or they just buy a, a copy for a friend because they're so used to doing that anyway. Like, they're just so used to, oh, well, I'll get this one, you get this other one, you know? I wish I had a generous friend like that. You have friends that would buy you something like that. 
I never grew up with anyone who'd be like, yeah, let me go buy you a whole video game, friend. Well, no, because you were young. You guys couldn't afford it like that. But now, John's bought me a video game before. That's true. <laughs> three, three, uh, three Pokemon releases though in the last tw- in twelve months. That's a lot of Pokemon. Eh. Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, Arceus, and now uh, Scarlet and Violet. I mean, am I am I the only one when they announced it? Like, it kind of felt like this is like really soon, a little bit, like too soon almost. Because like for me, like when they announced it, because I watched it like the next day or something. So like I was off social media. And like, I was just like, man, Arceus just came out. Like, we're already kind of moving on to the next thing. I don't know. Maybe it was yeah. just me, but I was kind of like, mm. Yeah, I, I, I saw Arceus I saw that online. online. Yeah. I saw I that some, online a lot. I think some people are, but I think the problem with Arceus is that, once again, there's no multiplayer at all. Okay, I can understand yeah, that. Th- yeah. There's zero multiplayer, and people hate, well, apparently they hate Sword and Shield, right? <laughs> so, I mean, people hate Sword and Shield. This game has no multiplayer. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl is just a remake of a game that we've already played. It's a faithful remake without the platinum content, by the way. Jordan knows about that. You know, I have, I have, so, no, I have no problem with Ilka, by the way, remaking more games. If, if that's going to because maybe they're doing trying to do like yearly Pokemon releases like consistently and easily. I mean, yeah, Ilka can do more, I'd say. But well, I, I totally feel like the, it definitely seems like a lot because last year, then earlier mm-hmm. this year, now this one. But they've been working on this game, obviously, for a while now. And Nate's not here, but Nate said that this game was coming 2022 no matter what. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, and Jordan, also Jordan, you you, you thought the same thing. Yeah. So no well, matter what, we were going to get that plus this new thing. I, I'm glad that maybe Arcus is not going to play like this new game. So maybe it can feel fresh because it is a true open world. Like Arcus is like the most restricted. It's like you have to go back to Jubilee Village just to go to somewhere else. Jo- you know? Jordan, let me, let me ask this because we're new generation how many pokemon typically would get introduced here low end 60 high okay. end near 100 um, yeah all right in generations kind of fluctuate that number um but i don't know i mean at a certain point how, how many pokemon can you really just keep coming up with to be fair i said that when they had 250 how many are there now it's like uh-huh. for a starter it's like okay what type of cat haven't we done yet a grass cat all yeah right, grass cat. there you go what type of we had a fralligator once that was water okay make a fire crocodile now okay you know like it feels like we just have to that's always you know, been my my concern is that they just get to the point now. where they run out of like ideas for pokemon and then yeah. like what do they do i thought I they mean, were running out even... when they put out a trash bag as a pokemon but <laughs> here we are <laughs> I mean, you can always come up with some like really cool, like, like random generator and you put all the types in, you put all the different mm. types of animals, you put other like maybe mythological creatures and then you just like go and then it randomly like generates it. It's just like, boom, boom, boom. OK, let's what would a design for that be? Like, that's what I do at a certain point. There's endless combinations. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there are people whose jobs is to sit around and try to like just take different pokemon put them together i'm sure and figure out how they can make another pokemon yeah uh, i wonder i'm almost curious what designs just get left on the f- cutting room floor because it's got to be if this is the stuff we're seeing now it's got to be give us another evolution evolution there'll probably be one here right jordan yeah i mean it's been a while since one Eevee is way more popular than ever every year it just gets that's why it's its second mascot every time you see pikachu now you see Eevee everywhere I would not be surprised we see one or two more EV evolutions. Oh, jo- Jordan, I want to ask another question. I think maybe mm-hmm. you guys can. You guys think if there's a new typing, what's the new type? Is there a new type in this game? 
I don't know. I feel like the card game it keeps erasing types and not using types as much. Like it took it, it brought fairies, then it deleted fairies from existence, and then it brought back dragons after them being gone for a while. So I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know. They're at capacity with a lot. I don't know if they're really gonna add a new type. I'd be really surprised if they do. I'm I'm uncertain. I'm gonna say most likely no, but you, you never know at this point. You never know. Okay. Looking forward to it though. Which which version we all get in? I'm I think I'm gonna get. Ooh, hold on. Which one am I gonna get? Just getting the dual pack. Dual pack for me. Just getting both of them. I guess. <laughs> Yo, those those dual pack the value, man. <laughs> yeah, that value of zero savings. <laughs> no, the value as in later yeah it goes up really yeah. Really as close? in paying for your kids college tuition yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you by the way chat if you guys have like pokemon platinum pokemon diamond and if you got the cartridges hold on to those <laughs> yeah yeah they get expensive pretty quick i don't know violet or scarlet hmm i, I guess going, the correct answer is violet but well people i think the largest consensus i think people are going scarlet yeah so okay I, i've been recently trying to choose the opposite of the like pop so i'd go one. violet then so i'm yeah. going violet most okay. likely as of now makes sense well what's the main difference have they we don't know that? yet It'll probably they changed be... a piece of text in the code and then it becomes the other one now it's uh there's there, i mean that's exactly it but there's different that's pokemon each one is the idea so you well, yeah, trade they haven't they haven't told you what's what yeah yet, right? they'll, they'll probably be like 10 different Pokemon or something in each one, something like that. They'll, they'll well, split, like, the main cover character, obviously, and then a DLC character will be split between the two, and then some Pokemon from last generations will appear in one versus the other. Okay. There's usually a Legendary like that. that's stuck in one or the other, too. Mm. Yeah. It'll be, I just it'll thought be it was... pseudo-Legendary as well. Well, I just thought that it was interesting, even, like, the font styles that they had. Um, like, it's Scarlet... Oh, yeah, they're a little different. Yeah, they yeah, are. because Violet seems more futuristic than Scarlet. So, ah. for me, it's, like... I wonder if it's a little bit interesting, a bigger difference than what it normally just is. So. Yeah, I guess I'll go violet then, Jordan. You've convinced me. You just like purple. Wake up and yeah. choose violet. Yeah, that too. That's true. That too. We're back to colors, though. Well, Evan will go with scarlet. He might not buy it. Wait, Evan's going to buy the game? People don't know this. Evan used to be a big keyword used to gamer. Used oh, on, to. The, on, the, on that DSI? What was it? Was it black or black too? But the the cycle for me with Pokemon was always start playing it, start thinking of the cool shit that should happen by the end. Notice none of mm -hmm. it happened, and then stop playing it. And that's but, always the sequence. But you so. built out some crazy teams. You yeah. Know, all this. No, stuff that, but the, I always do that for something, and then that something isn't there, and then I just stop. Mm. <laughs> it's just like oh. Oh. maybe this will be the one. This is no, the open world. No, that's <laughs> that's just a punishing thought to always be like, no, uh, this time, this time it won't suck. <laughs> it's like nah. <laughs> Uh, look, I'm looking forward to it, though. We'll see what they have. I'd like to see them go more in the direction of being creative with the Pokemon formula. Open world? That could be cool. So but we still need to find out more information. We don't even know what the, the cover Pokemon are, do we? Like, none of that yeah, stuff, right? We'll get those over the next yeah. few months. We'll get more and more drops, and we'll sure. get a big reveal, you know, later in the year for sure. Cool. All right. Looking forward to it. Evan, we got Discord question over there. What would be your biggest complaint with the current generation of gaming? Oh, hold on. I have a list. Well, yeah. Where's my yeah. DRM always yeah. online, having DRM. online to do everything. It's live service. It's freaking annoying. Look at Square Enix, man. Three live service games in about a year and some odd months, and they all suck. Babylon's Fall, Avengers, 
what's the other game? Out, Outriders doesn't suck, but you have to side, like to even play single player. I need to be connected online. Like, oh, that's my. Mm -hmm. I, I can keep going on this forever. I made a video on it today. You guys can see me rant on it in my. Video I, I actually watched it. It was a good video. Yeah, and I agree with OJ. DRM is really my biggest issue, but there's there's many others. But I would say DRM for me is probably the the like the outlier yeah drm that's a big one mandatory installs uh online connection for single player games which i, yep. I just play gran turismo you need to be online for that otherwise you can only do like a tenth of the game uh, i just have konami written like that it's just konami the, <laughs> no silent hill next. no 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 explanation it's literally just konami apparently on, <laughs> on this <laughs> list here uh and just microtransactions and all that. Yeah, okay. And availability as well. I mean, yeah. you know, still can't jump on Amazon and order a PS5 or an Xbox or a Switch OLED. That's you know? a big, yeah, that's still a big issue right now is availability for these systems. I'd like to think they're going to be in stores again here soon. Get them shipped out. Like, I'd rather them start to show up in stores rather than show, start to show up on, continue to show up on Amazon or, or uh, these online offerings. The bots just crush that. At least you got to go outside and go to the store, make an effort <laughs> to get them. So back in our day, we get to sit outside freezing cold for, what was this? The PS3, I remember, was the PS3 and the Wii came out right next to each other, basically. It was like 15 degrees here. And we waited outside that line for like 24 hours. It, it was a nice, I think it was like a nice 67 degrees where I was what, at. So what I was, was perfectly the, fine. What was the last game that you stood in line for to get? Oh, because uh, I remember mine. I don't think last I ever did. Game. Oh. Hold on. Last what was game. yours, MVG, real quick? While I Ma think. It was Mass Effect 3. Because, dude, after two, oh, I was yeah. so hyped for no, three. I yeah. And I went, uh, the, I, I went to the GameStop. I, I stood outside GameStop and uh, got my copy, went home, beat it, it in, I don't know, 10 hours or something, just raced through it. Whatever Hated it was, it came up. I think the Switch launch was my last time. It might have been online. a. It, was it Pokemon? It, it was what it came out the same day as Jedi Fallen Order, whatever it was. Cause I remember people were getting that at the register too. And I was like, I'll take that too. Uh, so it might've yeah. been Pokemon. I think it was the switch launch for me as well. I rushed, yeah. I was in Los Angeles working and I had to rush back to Best Buy. And then they dumbass Best Buy was letting people in with no pre-orders over people with pre-orders first. Well, I did pick up, I picked up my Xbox one X at midnight as well. Mm. And that was after, mm. that was after a switch and all that came out. Mm uh yeah it's because then after that obviously midnight releases basically stopped for a while there so yeah. and it's it's always a roll of the dice if the game stop near me around me does a midnight release for anything anymore so everyone's just downloading and then just waiting for the little yeah. timer to tick down yeah or just amazon amazon kind of ruined it for me because i'm like Eh, I could go out there, be next to a bunch of nerds, which I guess Amazon needs or... to do midnight release deliveries. Yeah, <laughs> let's go Amazon. Do that. that. That'd be fucking crazy. <laughs> do that. That'd be cool. You go around yeah. and like you're waiting, yeah. and like some the guy, guy standing some guy there. Knocks, some guy knocks on your door at midnight, drops up a, a package. <laughs> he's there like yep. eight. He's there at like eleven fifty-five. He's just to stand there awkwardly <laughs> on the porch with your game. He's like, it's not midnight yet. Hold on. Me, hold, hold on. Just let me give one more second. Here. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh that'd be, be interesting evan you got another discord question if you could have a 3d open world adventure game crossover with two franchises what two franchises would you choose hmm what has mvg uh, worked on mvg i was gonna say <laughs> i was gonna say silent hill and metal gear Solid. oh gosh <laughs> isn't that just metal gear survive 
River City Girls and Turok Port. Let's go. Pretty close. <laughs> Cross, two big open world games crossing over? Uh, uh, hmm. They have to have previously been an open world? I don't think so. I don't. Oh, you just had two franchises as an open world game. I want Metroid and, and Halo. Oh, that'd be good. Good one. Do Zelda and Assassin's Creed. What about Sonic and Mario? <laughs> At the Olympic Games? At the Olympic Games. <laughs> Just in general. Uh, what do you, got, you, got, you got another one, Evan? How much longer does everyone think they're going to make videos slash content? Until I get bored of it. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't have a, an end date in mind. Whenever it doesn't feel like anything that I do, if it doesn't feel like I'm having fun anymore, I'm just going to step away. Um, yeah. I don't think it's going to be for a while, but, you know, um, eventually I'm probably going to be like, yeah, I don't really want to do this anymore. So, buy an yeah, island, go away. Happens. <laughs> yep. Yep. Same with me. When I get bored or when I just feel like doing something else, <laughs> I, don't I, like know. I, like I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think for me, it's as long as possible. If it stops becoming fun or dangerous, I think at a certain point, it's is it really worth it. But, I don't know. Like, I also think about sometimes, like, if I ever had a kid one day, like, that definitely changes things. So, makes it more fun. Put the kid in the vids, do all sorts of stuff, make more. Excuse me. <laughs> I see what people do with my face. I ain't putting my kid's face on the internet. Are you freaking kidding me? They can just be off in the background playing. You don't, they don't got to actually, they don't got to be in the, the blur. Not. Yeah, Absolutely you just, just, just not. put them to the side and let them play. No, my child, no one would ever be able to see a picture of my child. Y'all, not y'all, but y'all, they're weird. You got the wrong idea. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's, let's talk, let's talk a little bit about this NVIDIA leak. I was hoping Nate would be here by now, but uh, I know OJ and Jordan uh, got a little bit of time left here before they have to check out. Um, but we did, I mean, switch pro, it, you know, we back. It's, it's back, right? It's the beginning of the year. Got to get some yeah. switch pro stuff spinning up here. Who knows? Yeah. More stuff could be coming. You know, if, if, if now all of a sudden there's NVN two stuff is out there, you know, it's like, people are going to start looking around at stuff. Got those Bloomberg articles, got here those go, uh, Wall go Street again. Journal articles, got Here we uh, go again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> here we go again. You got, you got, you got a Eurogamer. Everyone's going to be looking around now, right? So we're just kind of looking around to see who's going to post the article. And I mean, the internet, you know what's going to happen that day. <laughs> it's going to it's gonna be something else. But uh, yeah, apparently NVN2, this is linked to the, the Switch MVG went over this quite extensively. I said our video tomorrow will really get into this from developer side, but I mean, it's looking like we might be coming up on either a next generation switch or a switch revision. That's, I think the biggest thing right now is it, it looks pretty obvious that they're working on something and you kind of expect them to be because like they don't just go on vacation until like the year before the switch next switch comes out or something they're clearly working on it. But this is pointing out DLSS ray tracing and the newer Ampere architecture for video cards they're currently 3080 3070 all that stuff being used so looking at all of this do we think this is a revision or a next generation switch well i think it's really hard to determine that based on what what the leak tells us i mean we do know that obviously nvn2 is is a part of that which for those people that don't know what nvn nvn is it's just the 3d api that's used on the switch so nvn2 is like the successor to that, the next iteration of that. 
So if you think about like DirectX 11, you know, DirectX 12, it's like the same type of thing, right? So based on the leak itself, it's really hard to say what what that could mean. I I would say, and I'm just, it's just my gut, uh, I have no idea. I would say that this is probably a revision um, rather than a new generation, simply based on, you know, what we know about the Switch and the things that have been said by, you know, Furukawa and, and, and whatnot. I think probably a revision that will have enhancements, right? Um, you know, like 4K, a DLSS, potentially have some ray tracing in there. But I don't think it's anything beyond that. But again, you know, the leak only really tells us um, a certain, a certain, you know, part of this, right? Which it's really up to us to kind of, you know, figure out the rest of it. So it's hard right. To the the chip, I mean, the chip that they have being a revised, it's like a T two three nine. It's been talked about for a little while now. Apparently, the, the chip's code name is Drake. By the way, we got Nate Drake poking around here, so I. I don't know. It seems a little coincidental, but it's substantial <laughs> compared to what we're using now with that X1. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty that, serious that's, why I th- that's why I thought and I'm looking forward to watching. You know, I've seen what you've talked about MVG on yours, and I'm looking forward to watching the video tomorrow. But I thought that this would be like something next because we have a chip shortage, right? And this is probably not going to come out this year. Probably not. Probably maybe not next year. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. So I'm thinking that maybe they're just going to say this is just like the jump, almost like game boy color you know Mm. nintendo kind of classifies that as like it's like the next thing there's exclusive games there's you know updated process whatever the case is so i'm thinking maybe it's like that where everybody treats it as well no it's just an enhancement but no they're actually thinking of it as like some type of pseudo successor and seeing how it takes off or not you know and kind of seeing going from there you know yeah that's yeah that that's i'm kind of trying to figure this out myself because it's so it's such uncharted waters right now for Nintendo because they have this system, but it's just, I mean, it's just selling just because the concept obviously is great. The hybrid concept. I mean, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is on fire. They decided to make more tracks randomly for it. The switch keeps selling, but maybe it really is halfway through its life. And they're looking at this thing as being like a 10 to 15 year generation. And this is just the next, this is the, the, the going from whatever the the iPhone eight to the nine or whatever it's called now, just going moving up generations for phones like we we do there, but for this Switch device. So we have like uh, the original Switch. What do we have? The Red Box Switch, the Switch Lite, the Switch OLED. Maybe they keep the OLED in. They go to this newer chip, and it's like a four hundred dollars system, and it's just like it's I don't I don't know what you what do you think of it? You said the Switch four K. I think at one point. Uh, yeah, I I, I think a- I think it's it's going to be a Switch 4K, and I think that's what it's going to be called because you know we have the Switch OLED, and that's the, the 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 name is very clear about what it is. It's a Switch with an OLED display. Uh, Switch 4K is a Switch that can go up to 4K via DLSS or whatever. So I, I think it's going to kind of retain that same kind of marketing, that branding around it. And I do agree with OJ. I think it's more along the lines of a Game Boy Color style revision than, you know, a, a, a larger leap than that. But yeah, I mean, man, who knows? It could be, it really could be anything at the end of the day. You know, this this leak, even though it, it is um, quite interesting to read about, doesn't tell the full story about what, what what's coming next. Now, having said that, 
I believe it was like a 75 gig leak or something. Like it was massive. Right? There's a lot of so, stuff. Yeah. And from what I know, people are still going through it right now trying to find stuff. Well, they so. haven't even, they haven't even like they're apparently the, the, this was a malicious hack on Nvidia yeah. and they stole a lot. So, yeah. and they keep threatening to release more and Nvidia keeps saying, we're not going to, we're not going to negotiate or pay you guys. So like the belief is that they're going to put more out there and there might be, I mean, they could get to the point where they have a roadmap that's in there, like all this stuff on their end. Cause remember they're developing the chip, but they'd also be developing compatibility, potentially all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. you know, Nvidia, uh, Nintendo's obviously been uh, a target of leaks before, like the giga leak that happened a couple of years oh, ago. Oh, it's one terabyte leak. I think that, Nintendo's probably got a process in place to, you know, secure stuff like this from happening, even though they're, you know, the Nvidia did get uh, hacked and a, a large dump of their information um, has been exposed. I, I feel like Nintendo has already got safeguards in place. So whatever does get leaked out, um, it won't basically show their hand. But we'll see. You know, um, this is this is pretty unprecedented, and you got to you got to think that Nintendo probably isn't thrilled about this either. They're probably pretty upset mm. about it. Um, yep. you know, I, I don't really know what they what they can do about it. But like, you know, if if there is information pertaining to the next hardware, you know, surrounding uh, specs and dates and 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 a roadmap of deliverables, that could really be uh, a problem. I think, but I, I suspect we probably won't get that information. I th so do the, you think at that point, all right, you think they go with three models. Is that how it works? We have a uh, Switch Lite, Switch OLED, Switch, we'll just say 4K for now, placeholder name. Yep. We just go three models and then they just roll. The red box switch gets phased out. I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no reason that the, the red box would stay um, beyond this, I think. So that, that does make sense to me. The light obviously is still something that is uh is a good selling point for them so that would probably stay here's i think they they might try to do it because i i it sounds weird but i think the price for the switch light there i think they might try to get that up a little bit because of everything going on with chip shortage uh parts becoming more expensive it's like 215 and, and or something you think i or? think i think they take the switch light you know now phase it out and they bring in the switch light oled and that's 250 yeah so the, everything that. has an OLED display then. That one, the Switch OLED, the, the like 350 model. And then they bring out this new one, Switch 4K, and it's 450. Yeah, I, I, could, I could absolutely see that. Replacing that's current screens with OLED screens. That's kind of what I'm thinking if they want to go this route. Otherwise, maybe it is a next-gen Switch and we don't see it till like 2024. And like I think OJ has mentioned that one before. So... Yeah, I, I thought way. they're going to wait because they it's this, the regular Switch is still selling. So even if this is this some like maybe not true next gen, they can put it that mm -hmm. way. And right, I think all the third MVG, MVG from a developer standpoint, like wouldn't they like the cavalcade of PS4 and Xbox One ports start coming over at that point, right? Yeah, you'd think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that would make sense that you I, know, it would definitely open it up for more, yeah. more of those ports to come over. I'm, I'm concerned because we see things like the whole Soul Hackers 2 situation that, I mean, that's that's just a money thing on Atlas side, right? Like Atlas and Sega, they're like, we've developed this game for PC and Xbox and PlayStation, and it would cost X amount of dollars to move it to the Switch. Is it worth it? And I guess at some point they were like, not right now, or at least not to expedite it to get it there in time. Maybe it comes later. And I just, I think about this 
upgraded switch and i'm like would it have been a problem then if it is much more capable to at least put it on that i mean that's one way to look at it another way could be it's being developed for the next revision right i mean you know if we go back to mochizuki's article from last year he said that there was 11 developers that had uh dev kits so you know um, yeah (laughs) i you know rather than just kind of discrediting that and saying no that's incorrect i mean that's a lot of of that info was getting thrown around around and 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 got some receipts there right like if it was one one developer or two that he reported on you could say well that seems a little fishy but 11 i mean who's to say that that they're not in that in that list right you know making soul hackers for for the next there were some next there were some games getting thrown around that i was like really okay interesting uh i mean there was so much speculation online and and so much rumored talk around certain ports that apparently would have only gone to this system that was being reported on so who knows how all that would because at the end of it we got a a switch with a different screen <laughs> so yeah. who knows i mean hey every year count on those those switch pro rumors <laughs> every year man it's every this time year. this time every year that we they start up again yeah i think it's, it's like, just like i think taxes. people just i just feel like people do want that that stronger switch because they like the idea but then there's like the, the drawback of it not looking as good if you blow it up to a 65 inch screen but like when you play games in handheld it looks good especially on the oled so it's like just, honestly just, just i, I that think that's what I, that's what i want like i i just want things to look better in docked mode you know i in in handheld mode everything looks amazing yeah. especially on the mm-hmm. oled everything looks really really crisp yep but uh yeah just the, the dock the dock mode just needs some help and i think you know based on on this um if if it is you know dlss and and, and nbn2 which it should be then i think that they've got it covered you know so hopefully we'll see yeah i mean new hardware is always exciting People say they don't want to hear about it, but no, they they want to hear about it. Trust me. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen I've seen it <laughs> for years now. Actually, we talked about the we talked about a Switch Pro. I think before the Switch came out, there was like Foxconn leaks where they were spotting like like uh, like the probably the dev kit. They thought it was a, a Switch Pro. <laughs> uh, so it's been it's been a, seriously before the Switch came out. So it's uh, it's interesting stuff. Well, the light. Remember when the light was announced? Right, there was rumors like way before the light was announced that there was a light being being that's created. true that's true people said that was wrong and i was like yeah mm, was hold, on. hold on like leak of one of the lights. there was a picture was someone a had a picture yeah. no. and i remember i saw it and i was like oh that might <laughs> i think that's it and uh people weren't too sold and then it showed and i was like oh that that really was it that was literally uh, it somebody was on the manufacturing line and snapped a picture and put i think it was on like it was on like a forum on out of china it was i think fortune was 4chan was it 4chan right oh man fortune so nobody Some, believed hey, it sometimes they get it at one out of every thousand and that ends up yeah, having some truthful information why wouldn't nobody. you believe anything on 4chan okay? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 4chan leaked oh my gosh you can go over the the, the history 4chan leaked soren smash 4chan 4chan <laughs> leaked uh what else did they have they have pokemon let's go they did. They leaked that perfectly. Pokemon, let's go. They did, it. they did such a good job, though, because they put it out on April 1st. Yeah. That was yeah. an awesome job. Like, that's exactly what I would have done. There's been a bu- 4chan leaked Sonic Frontiers and what that game was. Mm, yep. Oh, man, there's there's actually quite a number, but th- there's just so much monster, like, you know, all the stuff in between. But there's some they get like right on, like spot on with everything. You're like, oh, OK, well, that that was true. <laughs> <sighs> 
Discord questions, Evan. We have anything? With the release of Triangle Strategy and Square Enix announcing they want to remake old games, do you see there being a good chance of there being a remake of Final Fantasy Tactics? Y yes. yes. Actually, I think I think that's going to happen. I think it's going to happen because it's in that NVIDIA leak. Yeah, it's in that leak, right? I was about to say that. Yep. So, yeah, it looks like it's that's going to happen. I think that was drawn up, and I have a feeling they probably, like, tested like a scene or the graphics or something, the hd2d style and they're like yeah it works go ahead and go ahead and go ahead and you know green light that thing so maybe they had to use nvidia's like uh there's that all oh, that was from like their streaming software where i guess people were remote connecting in and like showing off a project and i guess that was it so yeah i, I expect that to be one of the hd2d projects i think oj's spot on with one of his guesses too it was in one of your videos oj what which which game yeah, yeah, Terranigma. Yep. I think that is a game that's going to come. Uh, there's been that's a couple a game other people games. always want a reproduction cards made for Terranigma. That's like just a yeah. really popular game that not a lot of people. It's it's popular in circles, but like I feel like a lot of people. It's like Live Alive. There's a lot of people who don't know about it, but that was one that people would always ask if I could make a repro for it. And I'm like, I mean, I, I could. I knew about it because they talked about it in like Nintendo Power and stuff as if it was coming to yep. here because it's, it's in it, there's a PAL version, you know, there's an English translation for yeah, it. There's an English translation. So I, I, I saw it. I was like, wow, this looks really cool. It's like Secret of Evermore. That's what I was thinking. You know, it's like Secret of Evermore. It's like Secret of Mana. I'm going to be able to play it. And then it never happened. And I just forgot about it until years later. Then I finally played it. I was like, wow, this game's cool. You know, <laughs> so so yeah, I, I hope it does. But they've talked about multiple hd 2d projects like it i think they know they've hit somewhat of like a gold mine here you know let me go to let me go to jordan jordan Leroy, i can find you yeah Where you can, can find me youtube channel jordan fringe uh, i'll be posting more content here soon uh but yeah i gotta dip a little early uh it's fun to talk about some of the pokemon stuff have a good rest of the show everyone thanks for having me hey jordan Bye, jordan. Hey, jordan see you jordan bye very good. OJ, uh, I know you said you had, to, you had to jump out after about an hour. You want to tell us about some triangle strategy before you pop out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, triangle strategy, fantastic. Love the game. It fixes quite a number of things from Fire Emblem. So like in terms of the gameplay, um, so I'm really hashtag free game. Um, so I'm really enjoying. <laughs> I'm really enjoying uh, triangle strategy quite a bit. Um, the upgrading system is very clean cut, very easy. Um, the uh, there's a lot of dialogue. You know, there's a lot of dialogue on the game. That's something that people have talked about. But like the choices that it gives you are actually meaningful, so it can create some nice replay value. Um, I'm currently going through. I think I'm on chapter six or seven or something like that. Um, and I'm really enjoying what they've done with the game. The kudos system is very nice. Being able to exploit like weaknesses, like backstabs and stuff like that to get points. And then you can use those points to unlock actual like uh, things to help you in battle and other stuff. So I'm really a fan of this game. Um, I think that Art Dink and, you know, Square did a really, really, really good job with it, with everything. And yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I'm liking it like as much as Fire Emblem Three Houses, maybe oh. even a bit, yeah, oh. maybe oh. even a bit more. Damn. Yeah, yeah, it's, because like the battle system is just done, like I said, a lot more cleanly. Like the problem with Fire Emblem, and I don't want to get too deep into it, but like the problem with Fire Emblem, if you're playing on the hard difficulty, there is no way to actually grind in the game. You must keep going forward. They don't allow you to replay True. missions on normal. you don't get the normal. unlimited battles. Yeah, yeah. Normal, yeah. they let you. Normal and down, they let you. But hard, they don't. And I guess, yeah, you make it more hard. But the game was already hard as hell, even without yeah. that. So that really kind of like irked me about Fire Emblem. This game, they have a whole encampment that they let you play scenarios. So it's not just playing random battles to have fun. 
it's actually like scenarios that could happen to you, like getting like flanked on both sides, right? Basic battle mm -hmm. stuff like, okay, you're having people come from the East and the West. So it gives you practice to actually get better when you face those scenarios in the, in the actual game. So um, it's, it's just fantastic. Great dialogue, great choices. I love the whole scales of conviction thing. Um, it is. So so you can grind the game. You can just redo battles and all that. That's yes, fine. you can oh, just cool. redo battles and redo, get all your kudos points and just do all that on the hardest difficulty. It's fine. Um, and yeah, the voice acting is really good too. The English. It was good acting. in the demo. Yeah, I was looking. I'm yeah. like, all right, this is, this is pretty solid. You put on auto, just kind of hang out and see the story unfold. Yeah, yeah. It's like an anime war drama thing, <sighs> visual novel thing. Like, I don't know how to explain it because sometimes you are just like there's a lot of dialogue but like i said i i really 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 enjoy the game i think it's um a ton of fun i'm liking it more than octopath i'm liking it a little yeah. bit like i said up there with fire emblem you know there's some things that fire Emblem does really well better than it but um battle wise this just feels a bit like they they looked at fire Emblem. they definitely looked at fire Emblem. It's like okay let's do this like when it comes to upgrading and evolving because that's always been something like fire Emblem has been kind of wonky with you know this game what's the music like oj oh my god the music's so good <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Yes, I mean they always do a great job with these uh, these like HD two D games. Like Octopath music's lit, you know. Live Alive, oh, yeah. from what I've heard, is pretty lit. Like it's it's fun. Dragon Quest, that's coming. You know that music's lit. So like oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they always do a really good job with this. So the music's really good. Voice acting's good. Obviously the style, it's not everybody's style. Not everybody likes like HD two D. Um, but I'm thoroughly enjoying. It. I'm ten plus hours in already. Um, I could be more if I didn't fall asleep while I was playing. Um, but like I was, I was, I was just, it was just too late. I just, I just knocked out. Could you, could you see yourself eventually getting tired of the HD two D type if you think they kind of? Man, you know what? The funny thing is that maybe, but back in the day, that was the style, right? For every game, right? Like, so it wasn't like, oh, well, it's another pixelated game. That was, oh, well, well that's just yeah, how these games look, you know? So yeah. I don't know if I will be. I, 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 maybe I would nostalgia. be. I, I also, do you yeah. a certain point where it's like, you're drawing too much on my nostalgia now? Like mm -hmm. now, well, mm -hmm. I, also think, I also think when it comes to style, if you think about cell shading, cell shading has been around in games forever. And back then when it started coming up, people were using it all the time. And people were like, oh, they need to get away from it. It's not looking mm -hmm. great. It's just mm -hmm. being repetitive, but games still mm -hmm. do it today. And it looks even better they add things to it they Change make it, it they adjust mm -hmm. it they make it work with yeah. other visualizations which make it mm -hmm. better i like the idea of hd2d continuing to evolve over time uh, yeah. because i think they could get to a point like you're kind of like you're bringing up click is that they get mm -hmm. to where they all look very much the same uh i like the idea of them just building on it as we go along different graphical elements to it and sure. uh just over time just evolve it and that's yeah. probably the best way to do it because yep. like evan says cell shaded games don't all look the same but it's the same mm -hmm. kind of style really. So mm -hmm. I, I like I, that idea. I, I think when you look at like the HD two, it really reminds me of like back in the day. Cause like, that's how these games look. They were all the pixel. They have a little bit different styles, which you can see some different styles in some of these HD 2D games. But for the most part, like if you look at Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest looks a bit different from what they do, like the character yes. models and stuff. It definitely looks different from what they're doing with, uh, you know, this game triangle strategy. So yeah, like evolve it kind of to fine tune things. So it doesn't always just all look kind of samey you know with it but yeah that could be something click that could be something down the line that comes up but you know if you grew up in the super nintendo era that's just that's just how the games look it was you know <laughs> they're all kind of pixelated and like okay well what's the gameplay like what's the story like what's the other things you kind of sure, have to use your yeah, imagination of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know but no you're you're right i think that that's definitely something that they have to be careful careful with you know because mm -hmm. 
we've gotten what three and now triangle strategy live alive and dragon quest those are all already coming out or you know out or coming out or announced and terra enigma is probably coming and they're probably going to do something else they're when's, probably yep. going to when's corona trigger oj <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're trying to figure out a way to charge us a hundred dollars for that Corona trigger big oh, steel dude, book big steel book it. the whole collection buy it for a hundred easy hey, for two hundred dollars oh yeah man the soundtrack on like the cd and everything go go old school with it <laughs> well yeah they did that because eventually that that copy of chrono trick will evolve into something that's just beyond all of us at some point down the line the future is just going to be crazy for that because of how expensive it's going to get but uh but yeah chrono trigger you know that'd be good i'm thinking maybe they wanted to do secret of mana but they already screwed up the secret of mana remake on the oh, they, can yeah. always, they can always go back and, and redo they it they could they could do you think they'd want to like double up on like they because they, they get already weird they get like they get like bahamut lagoon emerald no. dragon they could do some f- weird ones ff6 but they have the pixel remaster of that so it's like okay they're are they just going to go with yeah the pixel i think i think all the pixel remasters is going to come over to the consoles and could, it's yeah. probably happening uh, this year they could do secret evermore or um yeah. second mm. Tetsu or yeah there's they got some some bangers that they could pick from yeah. Or they can just make something new like they did with Triangle Strategy. What do you, what do you think about a kind of demake, but not necessarily because it's going to HD2D? Like where they get something from the PS1 era, pull it back in HD2D and reimagine it there. Mm. Mm. Like, because the, the, whole, the whole idea of HD2D is, I assume... I'd take a Wild Arms. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say lower budget, but it's it's not like we're seeing a Final Fantasy remake something like no, that. Right? No, no, like, of course not. Yeah. Then pulling it back into there, I assume, makes it more manageable for like Team Asano to do it. So what if they looked at the PS1 and they were like, I mean, they were already kind of like they were 32 bit, but you know, early days they were still close to what the Super Nintendo was doing. So hmm. I'm I'm actually curious if they would consider that get something that we played on the PS1, bring it in H2D and I mean, modernize it a bit who wouldn't like a final fantasy seven in that like if what if it was yeah. on the super Nintendo? like a what sure. if yeah you know? that's a you get like yeah you get those what ifs in there that'd be cool that would that'd be, be cool. really ps1 there is just a large library and like the the i know uh mvg you're not a fan of the chrono cross remaster so how it looks <laughs> you know so i mean but i bet if it looked uh, like it's HD2- Xenogears, people are saying people are saying xenogears it's not my bag <laughs> oh people are saying xenogears can you imagine like the mech in in that and they should do that that'd be cool too yeah i like how that much, idea how much work would that take mvg would that take that would be a lot of work i i would say i mean it's not it's not a massive budget but there would definitely be some work involved to sure. do that sure that'd be cool get the get the music all done the voice acting on that level with team Asana, that'd be cool it, real quick, I think that these games, uh, it just strikes a chord with people because it does, like we talked about what we don't like in games. These games have all the stuff that we, you know, that we want or that, you yeah, know, it's the, like the-, the whole game's on this cartridge. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, the whole, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like the whole game's on there. It's not always online. You can play it anywhere that you want. You know, it's fun. It's, you know, Octopath is on Xbox. You have your achievements, you have your widescreen. They can make it look so you know, cool, depending on where you buy this game at, right? So it's like, it gets rid of all this, the frustrations um, that a lot of people have, which is why I think people just buy these games. I mean, you wouldn't think Octopath would be a game that would sell 2 million plus, but it is. I think it sold 2.5. I mean, that's really good for that style of game. They're making tons of money off of it. So I think that's why these games have just continued because people are like, man, I remember that. That was cool. That was a game that we used to play back back in my day. You know, like it's definitely like a back of my day type of type of titles. So it's mm. cool. Okay. 
Oh, all right, very good. Yeah, I'm gonna check out Triangle Strategy when I'm through Elden Ring because that's. I'm gonna I'm gonna like buy it as year. well after after I'm done with Elden Ring because OJ's got me hyped about it. I'm yeah. gonna check it out. Yeah, it's, it's fun. You guys will like it because, like I said, it, it's it's not as convoluted as Fire Emblem is very convoluted. Like the gameplay, like you have to really kind of focus, like hone in and think. Okay, this person does this. Triangle strategy is much simpler in that terms. Which people say that in their review. Sometimes it's a positive. Sometimes it's a negative. You know, some so people have said. You know, would you say it'd be a good introduction for a lot of people that might be new to the genre? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's easy. It can be very easy too. And like yeah. the 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 battlefields are big, but they're not massive. You know, there mm. are some bigger ones, but they're not massive uh, fields to play on. And like I said, everything from the the fonts and the UI that's what trips people up in a lot of these games. It's like I don't know where to go on things. There's too many menus. People talk about Fire Emblem. Max talked about. He just skipped everything. He didn't. Max didn't do. And Max is a really good. You know, he knows how to play games. And he didn't do any of the the point allocation and stuff in fire because it, it's really? just the ui is just all over the place yeah he okay. he skipped the whole thing he skipped all of that and i know many people who skipped doing that but triangle strategy you won't want to skip it because it's really easy it's just simple and like they completely lay out everything that you need to do like level one level two level three right across right across you need this much to get this and that's when you will do it at this level they tell you everything right there you don't have to go to multiple different things there's not you know, going and pairing up with people and going and cleaning barns out or whatever the case is that Fire Emblem will be making you do all these weird stuff to, to get like, you know, kudos points or to get like whatever. Um, this doesn't have all that. So it's it, it's good introduction if you just want to try out a strategy RPG, see if you like it. Plus there's a demo. It gives you That's up the true. Three. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So. Just get the demo, see what you think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks, OJ. All right, no problem. Thanks for having me on once again, guys. Shout out. Bye. Sorry I couldn't stay. I got to drive to LAX tomorrow morning, so... So yeah, sorry I couldn't stay longer, but oh. all right, guys, peace out. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, Jay. Yeah, yeah. All right, with that, there's four of us. We still we still have a Slim good bit of show to go. Slim yeah, uh, we 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 got we got still have some fun stuff to talk about here. But we with are gonna real, with the real people here. Now. <laughs> we are gonna go to our sponsor for tonight's podcast. Shout out to Factor for sponsoring the show tonight. Now it's it's winter time. People are staying in a lot. And I'll admit, you end up ordering a lot of food out, getting it delivered. So being able to rely on a really good meal delivery service like Factor makes things really easy for me to eat clean 24-7, fresh, never frozen, prepared meals that are extremely delicious. You wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Factor will save you time by delivering chef-crafted meals to your doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping, meal prep. Who wants to actually go out and get this stuff? It just, just comes right to your door. You put it in the microwave for a couple of minutes, bam, a full food to eat. Very, very good stuff. Uh, each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared, ready to eat couple of minutes faster than ordering in factor tackles the tough stuff so you don't have to they have registered dietitians expert chefs work hand in hand to create meals with nutritious ingredients they have several offerings including vegan veggie meals keto low calorie options cold pressed juices smoothies energy bites plant-based bars the list goes on and on check out the link down below in the description go.factor75.com slash spawncast120 and use code spawncast120 to get 120 dollars off that's code SpawnCast120 at go.factor75.com slash SpawnCast120 for $120 off. Thank you to Factor for sponsoring tonight's podcast. All right. So did anyone play Kirby? Yeah. I'm going oh, to yeah, did. It looks so much fun, though. Okay. So because the, de well, the demo's out. Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. Okay. Evan, did you play Kirby? No. 
All right, good stuff. All right, so we- <laughs> too, too much going on. Too much going on. I, 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 yeah, I did. So I downloaded the demo right away because I was very curious about this game. Uh, the fact that they put out a demo, by the way, with three levels, there's like, go ahead and play it, has co-op, the whole deal. Game's the game is good. It's really good. Like, I, I don't, I'm not like, I don't want to say I'm surprised that it's good. This is the first time Kirby's been like, all right, it's 2D, now it's 3D, go. And I was thinking it was going to be Mario Odyssey, but it's more Mario 3D World. Yeah. It's more of a fixed camera. Yes. It's not yep. following you around per se. Yes. Not a bad thing. I'm probably fine no. with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has, it does have that, I guess that detail or that level of quality that I would expect from one of these first party Nintendo games where there's like the little details going on, uh, you know, with the different character models, the enemies. Um, but it's just, it's a, it's, it's just a very happy game, I guess is the way you could say it. But it's a game that you could sit down, you could set it up so you and someone who doesn't really play a lot of games, they can play with you. Or apparently there's like this, I guess this normal mode. It's not really hard though. It's There's like spring breeze mode and then there's just like regular mode. I played the regular mode. It wasn't very hard. Um, but they said that further in the game, it'll become more difficult. Um, but visually, I think the game looks oh, pretty good. Yeah, it looks great. The OLED is where it's like ridiculous. Like the colors that they chose for it are super vibrant. You put it on the screen. Yeah, there's like aliasing and stuff. You're like, oh, okay, that's, hey, who knows? Maybe we get this Switch Pro. You don't worry about it, you know, by the end of the year or something or whatever. But uh, where it is now, I I think Hal did a pretty good job here. Like I'm actually like, oh, I'm, I'm really happy that Kirby didn't just come out and be terrible in 3D. <laughs> right. Well, would you, would you? Go ahead, click. Go ahead, click. I was gonna say it's it's been a while since Kirby's you know kind of had something 3D, so you do hope that it's you know, I hate to say it, it's not gonna get like a Sonic kind of treatment, and that if anything it's gonna I think raise Kirby's popularity to be honest even more than he already is. Um, and I like the marketing they've been doing it for it too. Like Nintendo even sent out like the Kirby plushies and everything that they have the new line. Um, so I'm I'm really excited, but like I said, I wanted to go in blind because mm. for me it's it's like. I, I want all the experience all in one package kind of thing. I don't want to sure. be like, oh, like, you know, in the demo, like, oh, I remember this and this and this. I prefer it to all be one experience. Um, but I, I think what's exciting about it is, again, it just kind of reinforces that this is something for all ages can play. And I really do like the fact that with the demo, people are able to try it out and be like, oh, do I want to play this with my kids? Or again, is this with good with someone who, you know, isn't really into games, but might be able to sit down for some lighthearted fun? So it's it's very fun like the game that's the best way i could describe the game is just fun uh what'd you what'd you think mg i think it's i think it's great um i i tried out the demo and i was very happy with it i i had a feeling that it was gonna be good but you never really know sometimes you know but um it seems like that they gave him a bigger budget to make a a more uh uh larger larger scope of a game this time around so i'm i'm pretty pretty happy with it they had some pretty interesting, I guess, copy abilities. I mean, they're basics. You have the cutter, you have like the bomb, but you can like charge up the cutter, for example, to stay in place and like spin around a lot. And they have the mouthful mode, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Kirby will just I mean they actually put a few of them in there. Like I I thought they might do the car and be like, hey, check it out. This is cool. Now nah, there's a few in there that aren't in like the the preview material that they've shown so far. That was like, all right, that's kind of fun. They have the cone though, and they use that in some interesting ways. Like you fight this these turtles and like you have to like come crashing down on their shell to like break through them and wipe them out and all of this. Uh and I I at least see the idea that they have here with that mouthful mode. Uh I don't know what Nintendo is doing with that though. Like it's, <laughs> I, you know, you know what? I know what they're doing. Okay. I know what they're doing with that. Uh, it's, it's obviously going to get a lot of, uh, a lot of sideways looks at times, but the puzzles, I think they can come out of this and the platforming would be really good. Like it, it, it's, it's, uh, surprising. Some of the things they've come up here for you to do as Kirby, as a vending machine, for example. Um, so, so I'm, Oh, go ahead, MG. I was going to say, so, you know, this seems like it will have Family Game of the Year on lock this year, right? Yeah, I'd expect Definitely. it. Yep, I think so. Yeah, this is, this is it is like that uh, that Mario 3D World Kirby. So that fits in perfectly as Family Game of the Year, sure. But it's just, I'm just happy to see Kirby actually get this kind of a game. And it so far be good. I, I will say I'm a l- little disappointed there's 30 frames because it is going to be a platformer. And I'm like, yes. uh, after going from... Uh, Mario Bowser's, you know, Bowser's Fear, all that 60, you know, mm-hmm. FPS and all of this. It's very smooth. Mario Odyssey, same, same deal there. You go to this and you're like, ah, it's, and I remember Star Allies was weird because when you pause Star Allies, it was 60. Then you went into the game and it was 30. So <laughs> I don't know what that was about. Apparently this is on the same engine. Yes. Yeah. I'm not sure, but that's the one drawback. I'm like, uh, if, if this was 60, it would be like it, it control and feel really well really good really responsive and it look really good but again who knows maybe in the future they get to a point with new hardware they go back and patch it and boom it's 1080 60 or something and i would i would like so i mean considering the fact you have games like splatoon that run so smooth at 60 frames mm-hmm. and have way more going on i feel like um they're pretty similar in vibrancy and uh, kind of feel aesthetic of games so i would like to see a patch go back in for that yeah that was a little surprising to me as well that it was 30 um but it's not the end of the world and it's it's it still feels really good and, and responsive it's not it doesn't feel like you know laggy and and stuff like that it, it does feel very good you know with with the controllers so i'm willing to kind of give it a pass but yeah it, it is a bit a bit disappointing that it is it is only 30 and a little surprising you know you'd, you'd feel like maybe they could have got it to 60 but maybe they have but you know you know what you cool. know what was tripping me up is the trailer that they have uploaded i think it's to the nintendo's uk channel it's in 60 it's 60 frames now I, I saw that and i was like oh cool this is, is that 60 right f- yes i was watching i was like why is this mm. in 60 frames and i'm watching it and i'm like oh cool the demo's out because i popped up my twitter feed I'm like there it is 60 let's go so i get it and i'm like hold on a minute this isn't this is 30 there's something wrong wow. here i gotta uh, i gotta look at that again that's, this uh, happened before that's with cool. um this happened with activision and crash that the tri- insane trilogy when that released it was 30 but they uploaded a video showing the gameplay at 60 and i was like well i want that one <laughs> like that's the one i want uh i don't know why though and it's specifically nintendo's uk channel that uploaded that gameplay footage in 60 i'm not really sure what that was about oh okay Weird. someone said the japanese one is in 62 so oh. i'm not really sure what that one's about but it threw me off a little bit when i jumped in i mean so. is it is it drastically noticeable 
though like are you i mean as long as it's smooth and not creating hiccups right because when you're getting hiccups in a platformer regardless even if it did run at 60 right like 60 with hiccups is still way less enjoyable than a smooth 30. so here's here's the easiest way to sh to show people the difference is you're playing it and then you go to 60 then you go back to 30. it's right. like the worst thing ever I, I think kirby is completely playable where it is now but it's like what it, what it could be at 60 kind of thing uh and like i said maybe they'll get there eventually but you know with new hardware or something down the road but, i need to uh, watch those trailers again i i wasn't really paying that much attention that's yeah. um it's interesting i mean look maybe they did have the game running at 60 and then they called an audible at the end because there was some performance some issues and they dropping and stuff yeah. yeah and they just kind of cut cut the frame rate in half which which is totally fine but um yeah i gotta i gotta look at those those trailers again because that is interesting they didn't I'll replace them i'll drop anything. it in there there you go that's it's playing at 60 you can check it out it's the it's on for anyone curious uh it's on the, apparently nintendo japan's uh, youtube channel and then nintendo uk this is the switch pro version then yes switch pro version. they leaked it early there you go i heard it here oh, first yeah. <laughs> uh that's uh I, hey kirby you know what i'm into it it looks good picking it up at the end of the month absolutely just got to make sure i got elden ring done beforehand <laughs> i know that's 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 where i'm i'm at as well i'm trying to get the game done but i don't want to like rush elden ring i want to kind of just yeah. take my time and enjoy it but yeah i want to get it done before kirby because like like a click said right now i'm i'm feeling a little overwhelmed with all these releases right now because there's also gran turismo 7 mm -hmm. i was trying to type out titles in in the yep. in the in like the title here i couldn't fit them all i'm like oh there's so many because i want to talk about gran turismo 7 because I've been playing a little bit, a couple hours of that, but again, I keep getting pulled to Elden Rings. I'm like, I, I, if I put this thing down, I'm not going to be able to finish it because I'm going to yeah. come back and not know what I'm doing. But like Gran Turismo 7, I like I, I really like the game because it's good simulation racing. Um, but you're right. There's just so much stuff coming out right now that people are probably going to pass on GT7 and pick something else up because they have to choose maybe one game for the month to buy. You know, it's it's yeah. tough right now. There's a lot of stuff out. I mean, it's a great problem to have as a, as a video yes. game because we don't get in the situation that often, especially in the last couple of years with so many delays and, and, and whatnot. But I mean, you're right. Like I want to play Gran Turismo 7 and I will pick it up. But right now I'm just, I just want to get Elden Ring out of the way because it looks really um, good. There's a backlog already. I think for me right now, the way I approach it with being overwhelmed with games is which ones do I care more about something getting spoiled? So for me, that was like, okay, well, obviously Horizon is launching first, but I mm. really kind of do care about the story and how it evolves. And if something gets spoiled with Horizon, I'm really going to be tilted. Versus Elden, I feel like it's more of the overall experience, per sure. se, yep. uh, and, and kind of like the new experience for the franchise. Um, you know, and then Kirby, obviously, it's kind of like, well, it's, it's Kirby. The only, thing in, the, things. the only thing in Elden that, uh, that might get spoiled for people are the bosses because there are some legitimate like whoa like yeah. bosses that really catch you off guard and you're I've like oh some, wow i've seen some really cool reactions on uh on tiktok i think it was um and i'm like dang man like i i can't wait to you know experience something similar like that on on my playthrough there are some bosses that are ridiculous and they're like part of a side like quest or something and you're like that was a quest like a side quest pause <laughs> so yeah but grand turismo 7 good uh i'm enjoy i'm enjoying it but it is that grind happy gran turismo so mm -hmm. you're gonna be racing a lot to get like one car nice. but it's it controls really well it uh it looks incredible like when you're playing if you have a nice 4k set hdr the whole thing you can set it up for ray tracing for replays it, it looks almost real like in terms of like snapping shots of it as they real How car 
How are the spoilers? The spoilers, uh, they're they're good. My my Lancer has a the the best spoiler ever. Nice, I'm happy uh, for you. Yes, just picture <laughs> of of the Elden Ring's final boss right on the spoiler. Uh, <laughs> Nate, Nate is here. Nate. Okay, Come on, cool. guys. <laughs> good talk. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> He's looking for the Austin music or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how you doing, Nate? Tired. Good to have Nate here with us. <laughs> you playing more Elden Ring? Yes. I like it. It's a great game. Just yeah. keeps getting better. Mm. How many hours are you in right now? Thirty-five. That's good. That's about right. Yeah, didn't have, didn't have much time to play this week. I I beat Loretta. And that's the last thing I did. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's good. That's good. It's a solid game right now. We we talked quite a bit about Elden Ring already. Uh, what do we? We still got to talk about one other thing with you, Nate, that I was curious about. But uh, we just talk about that Nintendo Nvidia leak a little bit. Mm-hmm. I figured you wanted to touch on it somewhat because you were it'd be an interesting voice to hear from you because I do know you have a video coming up at some point about this whole thing i don't know if yes. it's week or what but you, you got some you got some business to take care of i know because I, I saw that leak and i was like well there's dlss i'm sure nate's tweeting about it <laughs> yeah the leak kind of you know confirmed stuff that bloomberg and myself had been talking about in 2021 and i have numerous comment sections where people called me a liar and oops looks like it was accurate shocking it's almost like sometimes you know dev context you know what they're talking about but he doesn't forget. <laughs> He's got a section, list too. Comment section certainly don't forget. They just log the receipts for me, like a CVS receipt. It's miles long. <laughs> but yeah, I have a episode hopefully coming up next week. I've been talking to numerous contacts and sources since the leak occurred and have a lot of information to go over in the upcoming Interesting. episode. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I'll keep an eye out for that one. How are you feeling right now? You feeling good? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. good. Pretty good. Okay. Bit a bit of a turnaround from from last year with the the seven inch OLED. Hey, as we said at the time when the OLED was revealed, this was not the hardware we were discussing. We were talking about something else. Interesting. And okay. Look at the leak came out with something else. Yeah, NVN two from Nvidia. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. We'll keep we'll keep an eye out for your for your video there, Nate. I'm curious what you have to say about it. Lots to go over. Lots to go over. It would be a good. It's going to have the information people are looking for. Okay. Okay. Like what more? I guess a slightly clearer view as to what exactly we're looking at with the NBN two leak. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Clearer okay. view, additional details, stuff that hasn't been reported elsewhere. So some exclusive information. It'll be a good video. But good things take time. Sure. Okay, cool. We'll keep an eye out for that. I did. I, I'm glad you're here, though, too, Nate, because there was another topic I wanted to bring up because I I feel like you may have a little bit of insight or at least some thoughts around it. Let's talk about Babylon's Fall. What a disaster <laughs> it is. Yikes. <laughs> Reviews finally caught up to it, by the way. No one wanted to review this thing. I think Max was the only one that reviewed it for a while. Uh, no, it, There's a free demo. No one was playing it. It's crazy. Oh, but no, you it, played it. I did play it. All right. That's so unfortunate. <laughs> I did play this thing. All right. 
and uh <laughs> i died in the game and i just didn't even i just like yeah i'm fine okay <laughs> like i just i gave up after that this this game is really bad and i i i kind of i don't know do, i feel like square is is the blame on this one yes it's and, it's a combination of the two it's square what your game was originally pitched to be was completely changed due to square's direction it wasn't like it felt like yeah. yeah it wasn't like platinum all of a sudden just sat there and said we don't care let's make the worst game we can it was under square's directive orders they wanted to make this a live service game with more of this multiplayer you know component so that single player idea that we had originally seen was scrapped and we got this terrible shell of a game that probably should have just been canceled so my my issue though isn't just that uh, there's a lot with this game by the way issue wise but like even the controls are bad and that's something i expect platinum to at least get right yeah like so let me let me paint the picture for how i was fighting in this in like the second battle of the game it introduces a whole element where you have weapons on your back and they control independently from your character which is like oh okay so i can have a shield over here i can swing over and then my character me doing stuff great and they're like all right so l1 i think is lock on you have to hold it by the way i didn't go into the settings and look because i just stopped caring after a little while but like you hold l1 to lock on you have to then let go of l1 and press it again to try to lock on to someone else you can't like you know ring you'll click lock on and they can move yeah, you just you just kind of mm. move the right stick around to, to right. switch between them. Not the case here. R1 is dodge. L2 is use the left weapon on your back. R2 is use the right weapon on your back. And then you have a triangle and square as light and heavy combo. And then cross or X is jump. So you're like doing this whole thing going on while you're trying to fight. And it is just a disaster. Like I was getting crossed up the entire time just trying to play the game. It just the controls weren't good visually. I mean, it, I thought there was something wrong with my PlayStation. Dang. Yeah, a lot of things went wrong with this game's development. It's definitely a case where Square should have looked at the product that was coming and just said, we're going to cut our losses. I, but I, they brought it, this terrible product to market. I All right, Nate, let, let's, let's, let's cut the BS. What's going on at Platinum Games right now? Yeah, I'm clearly, clearly, clearly there, is, there, is, there is an issue there. Right, like we can we can say yes, Square Enix was responsible for this. And look, you're probably right. They they probably took the game that was originally pitched. They completely just gutted it and and drove it into the ground. And Square and, mm -hmm. and sorry, Platinum turned around and said, "We have really we have no passion and interest in this game anymore. You've just completely destroyed the original th thought process and concept for this game." But with that said, they still got a make games and and do them to the best of their ability so what, what what's going on at, at platinum let's, let's i would let's look at i'd that. look at babylon's fall basically as any of the platinum licensed games look at the transformer game the ninja turtle what was it the um not avatar what was the other one that's like a spin-off of avatar that they made oh uh it was a kenna but it was something like that yeah I can't, I can't think of the name Cor of it. Is it wait? Is it Cora? Cora? Is that yeah, it? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I know what you're talking about, though. I know you're talking about. I know which game you're talking about, Nate. Though you're right. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. They weren't great games either, and a lot of that is due to budget and time. In the case of Babylon's Fall, they clearly had time. This game was announced several years ago, but it felt it appears that Square just kind of kept slashing that budget. They didn't. Square wasn't investing to make this a big project, so. Why should Platinum care? If your publisher doesn't care, why should you as the developer care? You're well, going to put out the product that you can based on the budget, the resources you have, 
And when you continue to see your vision be stripped, this is what you get. Well, I, I can, in a vacuum, I, I can say, yes, I agree with you. But what about like Soul Cresta? That, that's another game that, that mm -hmm. is below the quality of Platinum that we would come to expect. It's quite abysmal, actually. Right. I've played it on the Switch. I think it's horrible. I mean, there's clearly something more than just, you know, they, they had a, they just, you know, messed up on, on one game or something because of the publisher. I think that's the thing with Platinum is that Platinum, they have one legendary A team. That's the Bayonetta. That's, yes. You know, that's that tier team, Bayonetta, Vanquish, those type of games. Everything else outside of that specific A team has generally been okay to average. Who worked on Scalebound? Was that, that their A-team? That would have been their A-team because that would have oh, been headed up by... Uh, gosh. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that would have been a Kamiya project. So that would have been an yeah. A-type effort. Even uh. like Nier. So Square knows the talent that is at Platinum when they put out Nier. Yeah. And I... it was well-received. Huge sales. Best of the series episode. So Babylon's Fall just felt like... I think it was a misdirection by both fronts. Platinum yeah. had no passion. Square probably... I believe Square had a different vision for this game. Because when you look at the characters, the setting, tell me that it does not have a near quality to it. Okay, so the characters look like they're from a PlayStation 3 game. Just yes, like they, outright. Yes. Yeah. And mm. every chance... All right, so the first thing I do, by the way, when you when you start the demo, it asks for your Square Enix account. You can't go past it without that. Uh... Mm -hmm. So I was like, I feel like I have one, and I did. Uh, I, I think I used it with like it might have been Final Fantasy 11 or something it was a long time ago uh, but I had one still and I signed in with that was fine and then it goes to a menu where it's like check out all the news the season pass the uh, there's so much stuff when it comes to like microtransactions and like everything to throw on top of the $60 purchase by the way for this game and in my mind I'm like all right it's a live service game what do you need you need concurrent players right yeah, it doesn't have those. 650 concurrent players on launch. Yeah. That's it. Right now, there's 633 players on Steam. Everything That's about it. this game leading up to its launch was horrendous. There was no positive hype surrounding this game, especially after it was shown at E3 and everyone's like, ugh. And then we saw it again. I believe it was at, was it at the Game Awards we saw it again in but the pre-show. You know what the problem is? There was zero pivot from square this should have just immediately then been like this isn't working uh we have all this stuff in here to try to create money after the fact it's going free to play it's a free to play title now yeah they should have gone free to play and when we look at what square's game pass efforts have been i wouldn't be surprised if we see microsoft drop them a bag and throw this on game pass one day might be yeah. a year down the line but i wouldn't be shocked if that ends up happening but this is a project that really never should have come to market or if gonna... it was to come to market it should be free to play and i mean this is their balan wonderworld the quiet man release of 2022 i don't know if i'm if i'm microsoft i don't know I, i'm like yeah maybe you can keep that one. <laughs> I, mean, I mean i, I was i was going to say what what nate touched on not all games have to come out you know you can work on something but you know maybe it's just a better move just to, yeah. to pull the yeah. plug on it. where's deep down I mean, right now like another game to evolve into something else later on you know you don't yeah. yeah that's true you're right yeah put it on the shelf and wait and see if you have better ideas come maybe square comes in with more money and resources where they can really develop the idea into a full-fledged great concept 
But another game that, honestly, if the rumors are true, I think the game should just be canceled, is the Quantic Dream Star Wars. If this game is still five to six yeah, years out 20, from we talked even, about that, 2027. Yeah, if you, don't have the, if you don't have employees to develop the game, and you're six years out from a potential release... I would cancel that deal. Why did they want to talk? Why did they? I, oh, you know what? I guess they did because they wanted to try to get employees. Yeah. If I, if I were the publisher, I'd cancel that deal saying, no. How can That's we greenlight crazy. a game where you don't have employees to make the game? We're not going to continue to give you tens of millions of dollars when you may not even have a product for us at the end of this decade. But like going back to to platinum i mean honestly the game probably had to come out because i'm sure there there must have been something in platinum's like the deal that they made where it's like it has to come out for x amount of money to be transferred invoice so that, that's all i can think of as to why this game is seeing the light of day right now uh but Could if be. you're platinum that's that's your latest offering the so bayonetta better be legit well, like the bayonetta better crush it yeah yeah it almost makes me a little concerned for bayonetta in a way but i mean you even just stating the fact that the combat is kind of convoluted is i think one of the more confusing ones for me because like when i think of platinum games you know like combat yeah. like near the shiny yeah. part well, near but i loved astral chain astral way chain? more than i liked near but i really enjoyed astral chain sure. so for me, it's kind of like, you know, I, I was hoping that even if it's like a subpar story, at least let the combat and the battles be fun, you know, and kind of give some some mind numbing gameplay. But if it's even convoluted in that sense, it's I'll ask, I'll ask you I'll ask you this one, yeah. uh, Nate, Emoji Click. If if Nintendo was making this with platinum, would it have come out? Like, take the live service of just the quality of it right now. Would it have come out or you think Nintendo would have been like? No, <laughs> I think Nintendo would have would have would have stopped it. Yeah, I think they would have put the kibosh it. on this product. They would have looked like, at it and said no. I yep. feel like Square's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like Square is just like, yeah, put it out there. <laughs> like, I mean, think about what we've seen from Square. They botched the Avengers, mm -hmm. which in turn led to botching uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, even though the game is good. It's like people mm -hmm. are like, that looks kind of like an Avengers thing. I don't know. I, I didn't like see, that one. Babylon's Fall actually put Platinum into a precarious situation where if they canceled the game due mm. to the quality, mm. now this would have come hot on the heels of Scalebound's cancellation. And yeah. remember that they they had that uh, the title that, was it NetEase or Tencent took away the Grand Blue? That's right. They, took, they, they, stripped, That's they stripped right. that away from Platinum. So if Babylon's Fall got canceled, let's say in the last year or so, people would be looking at Platinum saying they're having major issues because that's three contractual games that have been stripped or canceled under their development head. So you'd really be looking at them saying either the quality has left the studio completely or the publisher is just creating very strict guidelines. You know how we're going to know? We're gonna yeah, we're gonna three. find out. No, 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 not that. Because I, Nintendo, I feel like Nintendo wouldn't let that come out until it was at least a certain quality. Yeah. We're gonna know with Project GG. Yes, because yeah. that is all platinum. They have no one else to blame if it comes out and it's a Babylon's fall. Because it sounds like they're gonna try to work in live service elements. So it's. Uh, I mean, Soul Cresta just came out, and it was not the quality you would expect from Platinum, as NVG mentioned. Yeah, yeah. And that's their first self-published game since the Wonderful 101. And I you're charging know. $40 for a shmup. And it, the pricing already feels kind of insane when you look at it that way. Of Like, yeah. I enjoy those type of games. I enjoy that genre. That's a lot of money. I could what? give it a pass. I mean, it's got Yuzo Koshiro doing the music, obviously from Streets of Rage two and three, mm -hmm. and 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 that stuff. I mean, it, it's got a it's got a pretty good 
Uh, overall, the package is, is good enough, I'd say, for 40 bucks. But that's only if the game was actually good and you could play it properly and it, it just, actually looked good. Yeah, I mean, it kind of sounds like with it being a live service, they're kind of, I feel like it almost maybe becomes like a No Man's Sky kind of situation, you know, mm. where it's like, oh, let's just get it out now and then it'll get better over time. But I, I don't think necessarily that should be like the kind of service or, I, yeah. or quality that we should encourage. You know, do you know what? Well, do you know what the, the worst part about this? And the reason I can't compare it to No Man's Sky, though, is because Babylon's Fall came out and just no one cared. At least at least No Man's Sky had a reaction. Just no one cared about Babylon's Fall. Also, No Man's Sky was kind of that studio's. But yeah, No Man's Sky was that studio's opus. They had to make it work, whereas Platinum can basically just be like, oh, we got I these mean, other projects. Let's just go do them. Dude, we had to wait days just for Metacritic to get enough reviews to score the thing. <laughs> like, there's 650 yeah. people playing it right now, and it's a live service game with a free battle pass and a paid battle pass and then a shop and then a $60 price tag. And it's like, I don't know. This is uh, I don't think this thing's making it to season two. Probably not. I mean, that's where I, I, there's definitely blame at platinum for the state of the project. But at the end of the day, the publisher is the one who puts forth the money. The publisher is the one who checks on the status and the quality yes. of the release. So this yes. is Square Enix's blunder. I have to I have to put it more on Square because they messed up the Avengers to the point where Crystal Dynamics is working for Microsoft right now. <laughs> yep. yep. Like, dude, what is going on at Square? I know we're talking about Platinum because, I mean, let's be real. Someone's buying Platinum. Like, I, I don't I don't I don't see any future right now for where Platinum remains independent at this point. I mean, that's interesting you say that, you know, I, I think I think you're right. I think Platinum is probably looking for a buy-on and they probably will get bought. But, you know, there was that comment from, I think it was Camille, maybe the the CEO that said, you know, we don't want anyone to come in and, and really like change us too much of the way we do things. Yeah, you know, the, the perfect Platinum. buyer for Platinum is Tencent. They need an right. external investor like Tencent is to Epic. You can keep your work culture we will inject you with funds, just do as you operate, and we're going to be hands off. But as much as I hate that, but don't they need a bit of a fire lit under them, Nate? Like to actually start, you know, producing quality releases one after the other, like they used to. Give them a rubric at least. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying completely restructure everything, but you know, they need like a bit of a kick in the pants. It seems like at least based on what we've seen, you know, from the quality of, the, of their Phil, output. Phil's got to back up the truck. That's what has um, to happen. Back up the truck, Microsoft, Phil. I mean, <laughs> money is a great incentivizer, but it's not necessarily going to fix any, and I'm not saying there is, but mm. if there's any underlying issues at the studio because, you know, morale is low or, you know, whatever, that's not necessarily going to address well, that problem. Let me, well, let me ask you this. What if, <laughs> all right, let's just say, let's just, Microsoft buys them, right? How many, they have a couple of teams at Platinum. They always seem to be working on different things. I almost wonder if they just work on too much at once. That's Microsoft what shows up at. and they're like, yeah. we're buying you. Give me one good yeah. project. What do you guys want to work on? I mean, that's where the managerial failures of Platinum come into play is that at the end of the day, they're a contract studio. They need as many projects under their helm as possible to keep the lights on, you know, in their offices. Yeah. So they take on the projects of Bayonetta, mm -hmm. Babylon's Fall. And that's why they're shifting into self-publishing is because they want to be able to sustain themselves with their own projects without having to rely on Nintendo or Square Enix or Microsoft to come in with a big project for them to keep their doors open. That is a you know challenge. And we saw it with Bungie. Bungie is a very successful company. 
they needed external funding. They needed money yep. to come from somewhere to allow them to operate and continue to support Destiny 2 and to make new projects. Enter Sony. They, they gave them a, the funding needed. They had almost a thousand employees, though. Like yes. that's yeah. crazy. They have a lot of people at Bungie. Yeah, so I mean that makes sense. So, but but Microsoft wants a strong Japanese developer who has a lot of experience, right? Studio. There's Platinum, and they keep saying, "Phil, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this." Hey, that Activision Microsoft deal looks pretty good from over here. They, like they keep doing that. So I, I don't know. It sounds, it sounds like they would not mind sitting at the table with microsoft and talking about it i think they'll think they'll dust off that scale bound source code and (laughs) which version of scale bound would we get though Uh, well hey if if it's only an xbox series version and pc it might work seemed like that xbox one was kind of kind of in over its head <laughs> so i you never know i that's why i'm thinking if anything if if someone had to come in and buy them because nintendo's not nintendo's not buying them um my it'd probably be microsoft if i had to pick between a company 10 cent microsoft then eh, let go at microsoft mm. back up the truck seth i mean that's where it would be a challenge because microsoft does come in they would likely keep them under an exclusive hold where if you had a company like NetEase, 10 cent they would probably still operate independent. So if Nintendo did come in and say, we want Bayonetta 4, there would be no obstacle to make that happen. Microsoft would say, eh, it's probably the end of Bayonetta. One, it's Sega's IP. Sega just licensed it to Nintendo to hire Platinum to make the game. That's probably going to be cut well, off. I almost wonder if someone else can make Bayonetta. Like, is is Platinum desperately needed for it? I'm... I like Platinum's combat. I feel like that's what Bayonetta is about. You know, like it's not the could, story. Could could Team Ninja come in and make a Bayonetta? Uh, I mean, we haven't seen Team Ninja really make anything of that genre since Ninja Gaiden Three: Razor's Edge. Yeah, would you trust them? I would say uh, so much, but that's not doable. I mean, I just I, I feel bad that we even have to have the discussion of who should buy out who. Like, I feel like oh, I'm I'm actually concerned we that we might get the point where Platinum is just like it's either that or they're gone or that's I know. it it's like over. i hate the fact that we have to have this conversation because to me it's just kind of like the evolution of the market of, of games right now and, and like where we are i mean we talk about a bubble all the time and i just feel like there's going to be a lot of conversation around bayonetta either way because we're going to look at it and we're going to be like oh this game's good but if it's like a eight or ten hour game we're going to be like why did this take four plus years to make well, or something? Bayonetta, you know, there's going to be questions for it. That's what Bayonetta is. And unless she goes like through a, the series goes through a transformative thing, like we're seeing with Pokemon or yep. with Elden Ring, like that's what I'm, that's, that's literally my expectations for Bayonetta is this, this is going to be like a nine hour game. And people, I feel like from what we've seen might not even necessarily fall in love with it because it, it, it might not even be our Bayonetta. It could yeah. be, you know, completely a different air, a, a different of, um, attitude from the main character. A lot of, a lot of questions around Bayonetta. I mean, I think it's going to be good, but uh, I think there's still going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of people wondering what even happened in that development. So yeah, we'll see. Hey, that's the next big release. Unfortunate though, for Platinum Square and Babylon's Fall. Hopefully, this doesn't destroy their relationship and they have something else with Nier in mind or so, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Evan, you got a Discord question over there? Still got two left. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like we get this question occasionally and we keep saying that it'll just never happen. At what point would Nintendo (laughs) buy the Pokemon company in the future? 
Nintendo is part of the Pokemon company. The Pokemon yeah. company is an external agency, if you will, that is comprised of Nintendo, Game Freak, mm-hmm. and creatures. Like, cre- yeah, creatures. creatures. That creates the Pokemon company. Yep. They would have to buy out like literal like positions in that company, which would cost a lot of money. And Nintendo probably doesn't care too because all the games go on their platform anyway. So what what do they care? Like, uh, do you really think Nintendo wants to run the anime, the merchandise, the card releases, all the card releases? Yeah, they're probably like, you know what, you guys deal with that. Yeah, that's (laughs) why the Pokemon Company is is, has was founded is so they can deal with all the merchandising and other products and. Game free creature Nintendo can focus on software and the games and the mascots. Yep. Yep. And you want to do the last one, Evan? Pokemon Legends in Spanish is plagued with curse words for the Latin American audience, who in the Spawncast is down to help continue to push for a localization now that Pokemon Scarlet Violet are coming out based in Spain and Portugal. I, I think I saw a, a super chat with that too. Yeah. We've brought it up a few times that they're not great with Latin yeah. American localization. I, I saw that on, I think it was on Twitter too. People were like, I think it almost trended at one point. Um, Are they just like Google that. translating it? Well, no, they're I, just, they're using the Spanish translation. So there's like slightly different words in use yeah, Spanish, and it means obviously. different things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I kind of thought Nintendo was going to be a bit better with that because there was, I think there was two games that they were doing that was, I think it was Mario Party. That was actually getting localized correctly and people were really excited about it. And now he's the Pokemon mm-hmm. stuff and it's like kind of going backwards with it. Or maybe it's just because it's the Pokemon company. So like, I don't know, Nintendo may not have as much say in the localization for that. I'm not sure how that works. That's the only thing. Um, but I don't know. I guess the only thing you really do is just put your voices out there and hope they actually see it. And they're like, wow, there are a lot of customers who would like this to be localized. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, let me go over to the super chats here. Hurt says triangle strategy game of the year. Parker mm-hmm. Brown says two questions for the spawn cast. First, the best way in your opinion to play game boy cartridges on my PC with their save file. Second, do you think that PlayStation will ever get 1440 P support? Sony doesn't seem as interested in it uh, just because their their PS five is supposed to be positioned next to their TV and Sony TVs don't do 1440 P. So they, that's probably very far down their list of priorities right now. I think, I think we, 1440p is weird for televisions. I don't think, I mean, someone's going to tell me, no, that doesn't make sense. But 1440p is kind of weird for just regular TVs. Depends, it's either yeah. 1080 or 4K. Yeah, it depends yeah. on the size, though, for the, but my 32-inch monitors look great in 1440. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the the Game Boy cartridges on your PC, the GB, what is that, the epilogue? Did, did, yeah, didn't you, that, that cartridge reader mm-hmm. thing, that would be the best thing, the the, yeah, the epilogue. They've been updating that as we've gone along too. So yeah, you can pop your Game Boy cartridge in and it'll have the save file on your PC. It's kind of cool. And then you can back up your save file and you can even put it back when if, if something happens to your cartridge or a different cartridge. So that's kind of cool. Jeffrey says, rip Switch Pro rumors 2017 to 2022. Hello, Switch 2 rumors 2022 to 2025. Zoop says, on easy guided game driven by dialogue. Should I buy Triangle Strategy or wait for Room Factory 5 reviews? That's a good question. When's Rune Factory? Fi- That's out this month, isn't it? Yeah, second half of the month. Oh, I, I might wait for. I might wait for those. I, I might wait for the Rune Factory. I don't know. Triangle Strategy. People, people have been talking talking that game up. I haven't played it yet though. Maybe wait for Rune Factory Five reviews. Mm. They're very. They're actually kind of different in terms of like their gameplay, obviously. But 
that's tough victor says any bluetooth headphones to use for switch i mean it works with pretty much all of them mm-hmm. the sound quality isn't incredible for it though just because apparently the the type of bluetooth audio they're using there but uh i mean it works even with like airpods and like mm-hmm. sony and, and microsoft doesn't so it's it's basically pick anything Andy says, Elden Ring is my first from software game and I'm loving it, but what is the point of not letting you compare gear in the shops? There is a way, apparently. Someone brought it up on my stream. There's like a button you can press and it does pull up comparisons. Oh, really? Supposedly. I, I still haven't hmm. done it. I'm going <laughs> to check that out after yeah, the show. Do it, do it, because when he told me it, I, I was out of the shop and I was like, do I go back and check? I really want to see this. Uh, I Live for Retro says, hey, Spawncast, not gaming related, but have you seen Batman yet? I have not. I saw no, it. I do want to really see, see it though. It was good. Yeah. I liked it. Oh, good, yeah? good. All right, cool. Yeah. Evan approves. It, yeah, it's, it's like it it's Batman like le- horse tranquilizers. No, <laughs> no. This th- my favorite Batman in comics has always been the detective that looks for serial killers, and that's basically this, which was this is the Riddler, Riddler's part of it, right? Yeah, yeah but he, he's oh, more sense. a serial killer than a supervillain, oh. which is awesome. Oh. Okay, cool. All right. Monroe says, Jordan, best Pokemon, brilliant stars pool. Okay, thanks, Jordan. Uh, Victor says, Doom or Doom Eternal, which is better on Switch? Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. Although, Doom 2016 does have the forklift made out of mashed potatoes. <laughs> so, um, I guess I'll go with Doom Eternal, though. Shadow says, MVG, why are developers not using FSR when it has such significant performance increases reportedly 75% better from developer of Mist on Xbox x and xbox s um i don't really know the answer but i think you know like everything that that is you know not baked into hardware there's some implications as far as performance i mean there's mm-hmm. there's some performance hit if you use fsr of course but i don't really know like i i will be I'll, i will say that i don't know enough about fsr to really provide a um a, a you know a, a good kind of response to that based on what I've seen to date, but uh, I'm definitely going to start looking more into FSR and DLSS. Upscaling um, techniques. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Derek says from Elden Ring, what will we see other games use? Like mechanics, right? I mean, people have been pulling different games have been pulling from souls for a while. Like uh Jedi fallen order is, is a kind of a light souls game. True. Um, yeah. So is dark siders three that's kind of a light souls game so just the souls genre in general is something that's being pulled from but elden ring in general i want to this sounds weird because it's kind of it's technically a step back the way that they approach the open world with the map where it's not necessarily go here and do this go here and do that like a checklist and them creating this world that's more about funneling you towards your own discoveries i don't i'm I'm trying to figure out how they've done it but it feels like we all just walk in the world and find something mm-hmm. without any real issue like i don't i don't know if people are probably going to examine elden ring heavily over the next you know several years there, there's definitely I just some, feel like there are landmarks there are there's structures set up there like, are those structures just, but there is some artistic direction of like having yeah. mountains kind of go together into a specific spot exactly. that makes you want to go mm-hmm. there like yeah there's a lot of that i feel like it's so subtle you don't even notice necessarily but then you somehow you're like oh i'm at like this catacombs okay well, let me check this out and then it's like i don't know it feels like you just kind of traverse and just continuously find stuff and you're just drawn to it it's it's hard to describe but i think once people figure that out that's what could find its way in other games and Cristobal says march madness in gaming begins 
good if not great games continue to come out and please gamers of all kinds welcome back jordan and misclick <laughs> riot says shout out to mr davis asking the real questions in the pre-show demi says quaxley is best jamillion with a one of the little emojis there. Spyro says, where's Detective Pikachu 2? Winter 2023 release. Wish Jordan was here. Where is it, Nate? On that. <laughs> Isn't Detective Pikachu 1 supposed to come to the Switch still? Maybe. I'll, ta I'll take your word for it. <laughs> uh, this is from Jairi says, Brazilians made national news asking for a Portuguese translation for a Pokemon game based in Spain and Portugal. It's not on Game Freak's list of translations. Absurd. Help. I'm telling you, I, I, I making that making news there. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I think it's a I huge demographic. I, I yes. honestly am very surprised. I don't know if it has to do with with cost or import or what. I wonder it is. if it's just like general ignorance from Nintendo, just to be like, oh, sh there are two different it, languages. I wouldn't put it past them because um, I feel like Portuguese, oh. specifically Brazilian Portuguese, is very overlooked. Um, it's kind of one of those languages, like for a while, a lot of people I know, they don't even know what it sounds like until they actually have like learned it or like known someone who speaks it. Like it could just be ignorance. It really could. I'm not sure if it's ignorance because there has been a few cases where Nintendo has actually implemented Brazilian Portuguese in games. And one of the recent or upcoming games that will have Brazilian Portuguese is Nintendo Switch Sports. Yeah, but that could even just be like someone on the team, like really pushed for it you know that that could vary is this is this a pokemon company thing in general nate is that what you're trying to imply it could be something that's just at the pokemon company international where they're just saying it's close enough and they don't care <laughs> ship it and they're not going to invest the money to do an accurate translation i mean if people are vocal enough about it they'll well, eventually hey, acknowledge it it's only going to sell 20 million copies all right it, but it just we're doesn't not, even make trying to break the bank here it's just crazy to me because like the the population of, of brazil it's an mm -hmm. enormous country and i don't think people realize how big it really is and how many people play the games there um and the the, the hoops that people will jump through to get their hands on the games and the consoles because everything is very hard to get your hands on at a decent price down there specifically yeah put the put the voices out there yeah get the get the petitions going yeah Bronze Bronze says Quaxley is obviously the best choice and has swag in class. <laughs> Austin says, uh, ever seen the Markiplier video where he goes through all the Pokemon and says smash or pass on each one? Also love the show and keep up the great work. I have not seen that video. What? <laughs> Sounds like it would appeal to furries. Who says, do you guys think we'll ever see Konami port forward legacy titles like Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection? Or is all of Konami's good titles doomed to fade away into obscurity? Oh, I, I I had some talk for Konami on Friday because I was reminded what happened that the met uh, the metal what happened to the Metal Gear uh, Solid One and Two? What happened to all that? Wasn't that wasn't that supposed to be coming back? Wait, did the domains expire though? Or something no, no. Remember how they had to pull all the no, games? Yeah, the they had shops? to pull it due to the historical context <laughs> that they had in the files because they no longer had the licensing to use the footage and pictures from the historical society. I you can look at the post. It's still up from the beginning of November, and it says this is temporary. We're going to get the licensing done. They'll be back in no time. Well, sometimes it takes long. I made, I made sure the... For like the, five months. I made sure the clip in the news wave had the specific date at the top right. Five months. Those, and as I said, they're never coming back. You know why? Because all the shops they're going to bring them back to are getting shut down. So 3DS, right? 
uh, the play all the PlayStation stuff that's that's going away. Like, come on, we know that the only one that it could come back to is the Xbox 360 and Xbox store. Otherwise, what are they? Why would they license and do all that? Just just remake or remaster the games they really wanted to. Uh, it's never coming back. The Xbox 360 version of the collection is isn't too bad, though, online. So Pretty good. might be the way to go. Just pick up the physical copy and be good. This is Demi Crow saying, Need a moose as a Pokemon starter. Daniel says, I've been watching you guys for a few years now, and you guys have truly inspired me to start talking games. That being said, what video editing program would you recommend for a starter like me? For a starter? Oh, I, I use Premiere. I don't know if that's like, I mean... I would say, is Windows Movie Maker still a thing? Because oh, I would, no. I would start with something like that. But there, isn't there like, a, isn't there like a free editing? There's DaVinci Resolve, but that's a, yeah. that oh. can be a bit advanced, but it also has some basics. Uh, what I have noticed on Steam specifically, they occasionally run a sale on Vegas from the year before. That's literally like twenty bucks. Oh yeah, wow! Vegas okay. will have good sales. It. I will say Vegas is not easy to learn. No. You have to. You have to do a lot of like learning. A lot of tutorials. The manuals can be pretty confusing. But but, but, a, but a lot of the functions. If it's on sale. Yeah, but a lot of the functions work through to Premiere because I started on Vegas yeah. when I had it, and then I moved to Premiere for the Newswave stuff, and pretty much all the keys and everything were the same. So. I, st I started on Windows Movie Maker, and then I went to uh, <laughs> not is for real. Is iMovie still a thing? I think so. Shout out to Windows yeah. Movie Maker. I'm still uh, pissed at. DLC didn't release their movie maker like they keep saying they're gonna do it looks so good and then i went to premiere which i, I like premiere but it's yeah, definitely I mean, not for the beginner it's yeah, quite complex yeah I, I would i would say if you start at vegas you're gonna be learning difficult first so it might get easier as time goes so you start out at like a higher kind of like learning curve and, and it goes a little bit down from there it's up to you Mobique says, other than microtransactions and so on, my biggest issue is having to wait one, two to, oh, a half to one year to actually get a polished game with updates. They pre-sell a less than alpha version game for full price. Yeah, that, that seems to be happening recently. Laro says, MVG, I want to overclock my Switch so I can play Apex online. Should I be worried about getting banned? Is overclocking all it's cracked up to be doesn't live up to the hype? Honestly, for Apex on the Switch, I wouldn't bother doing any of that. It's not worth it. It's not worth nah, it. That's a game we, we need, actually need new hardware for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Georgie says, hardest boss in Eld Ring so far? Oh, Radon was impossible or is impossible. Uh, I'm on, I'm on some boss that has like two spirit minions and it's annoying because of them. But he has a lightning foot. He has a sword for a foot and it catches lightning. Honestly, I, I I'm not I'm not at that point yet, John. But right now, I would still say Margaret was the hardest boss I've faced to date. I know because it was early on. Harder. It was yeah. early. That I think is the, that was the part that was really annoying people because it's early on enough to where they'll just get stonewalled by it you know and, uh, and if you literally just go out and grind for and if you're, and if you're still in that mindset of like i'm supposed to be here this is where i need to go through and i can't do anything mm -hmm. else till this is done it's gonna screw you over whereas you could literally go to so much more in the game before even touching them again that that actually wouldn't have been a bad spot to have uh an NPC or something meet you at the randomly at one of these points and been like, you know, maybe you should just try doing something else and come back later just to help people. Cause I think there are people just running face first for hours at this boss. So Sean, <laughs> he, Hey, he tried to love Elden Ring. Okay. <laughs> Mighty's, Mighty says, which console name was worse? Wii U or Xbox one? 
We um, yeah, but only by a little bit. Xbox One was pretty bad. <laughs> if you think Xbox about it, One like was pretty bad. Uh, yeah, um, I, we I, I kind of think Wii U because people thought it was an add-on to the Wii, and the U didn't help I it any. Mar- Marketing-wise, probably Wii U. Because people legit thought it was just the tablet, and they just had to buy the tablet for their Wii. What, what did people think the Xbox One was? A, a, a VCR or a with television? And oh, yeah, sport? they thought they were going retro. Yeah. They thought it was some Kinect thing. Yeah, they did think it was a Kinect thing. <laughs> uh, and uh, Kevin says, anyone see the Batman? If so, what did you think? Evan liked it. Evan liked it. It was good. Bloxian says, new Switch will come with two themes, basic red and basic blue. Hmm. Moving up in the world. What the hell's basic blue? Well, we just have uh, themes, white and black we're getting themes, themes right now. Wow. Yeah, we're going next gen here. All right, we're getting themes. We're catching up. <laughs> you <know>? Folders win. <laughs> oh, 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 folders. <laughs> Never. That sounds like some some 4chan stuff there, folders. Now, what else are you going to predict, Devin? Hmm? Folders. <laughs> Paulie says 2022 sequel game of the year. Silk Song, Breath of the Wild 2, God of War 2, or Horizon 2? Oh, for just sequels, like which sequel you oh. think will do it? I Horizon Horizon's good, but it, it is that symptom of it's more Horizon, and I think that's why people were like, "Hey, this is good," but it's like then Elden say, Ring takes over, and it's like I'm going to say Horizon too because there's no guarantees the others are coming out. This that's year. true. That's a good right. point. That's a good point. Yeah. So I'm playing it safe. Horizon's actually out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll revisit this though. I will say though, because I missed the week, obviously that you guys were probably talking about Horizon, but. You pretty much have to be really invested into the the Aloy's story and into the the actual like lore. You really have to sit through all the conversations in order to really kind of grasp everything that's happening in the game and have it matter to you. If you really don't care about the lore, it's almost like a Mass Effect game in a way, minus the reputation choices. If you really don't care about the lore, if you don't care about how Aloy personally feels, a lot of people are not gonna care for Sean it. Sean was screaming really at his TV. I mean, it sounds about right. Sean's just like, just let me think. He was, he was like, oh, he's like, I believe the, the quote was, stop talking. So like, I, for me personally, I skipped through a lot. I skipped through a lot in the first Horizon. Um, uh. I actually ended up finishing that game off stream. Um, so I never got to really talk about it. And I was just like, oh, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. And then I realized at the end of the game, like, A, I was under leveled for a lot of things because a lot of those quests give you some good stuff. Uh, but it's like mm-hmm. sitting through it. You just don't have the patience. And now I'm like, okay, I'm going to give the world building. I'm going to give the lore. I'm going to give all the dialogue a try. I really like even how they've expanded on the facial expressions and the the, the nuance between the characters. Um, but again, if you don't care about the characters, if you don't care about their relationships, if you, you don't care about the lore that they've spent all this long-winded time investing in, it's it's going to be a very like pretty game. Um, the combat's improved and fun, but again, like it, it is very lore heavy. So this is from Capono says, was it a mistake for Sony to launch a PS4 racing game to then have to last a whole PS5 generation? Be honest. I, I kind of get what they're saying here because Gran Turismo seven is out right right now. PS4 and PS5. Mm-hmm. It's a service based game technically because they continue to add cars. You can buy them with currency that you buy in the game with real money. The PS4 version is going to be supported the entire way too. So this could actually be something that the PS4 version is still like current, like eight years from now. So that's interesting. Like, will they, I don't, 
I don't think we'll ever stop selling the PS4 version as long as the PS5 version is still being sold. So ah, that's that's a good question, actually. Because remember that originally was going to be a PS5 only game, or they didn't tell us it was cross gen, <laughs> and then it was all of a sudden cross gen. Hmm. We'll see how that turns out. Lemstar says, "Say what you will about Robert Pattinson, but man, did he deliver as the Batman? I think people just love to hate Twilight, but the man is an actor. A lot of talk about Batman tonight. He gets typecasted. Oh. I feel bad. So it's cool he's getting to break out. I will uh, again. I'll check out the Batman. We'll see. Solid three hours." Wow, it's three hours. It's like two Holy hours, 45 crap. minutes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. It's a lot of Mr. Batman. Yeah. Mr. Jackson says, shout out to Doughboy, who been, who's been putting the timestamps of the Spawncast in the comment section for a while. Shout out to Doughboy. Psychotic says, love the cast. Any cheaper storage solutions for my physical collection? I can't really fit a bookshelf in my room. We used to have those CD books back in the day. Those are great because they scratched the hell out of your CDs. Oh, they did. I have people would come in for a trade-in and they just drop it on the counter. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> great. You didn't keep any of these cases, did you? No. No. That made the trade-ins easy because you just sit there and be like, all your discs are scratched and we're not taking them. I mean, sometimes they'd come in with an entire collection of PS1 and it was like legit stuff. And it's like, I got to type all this stuff into the computer one by one. Because you're holding them up to the light and seeing the holes coming yeah. through the foil, and you're like, damn it. <laughs> one, one time someone came in with like the RPG book, basically. Think about all the good RPGs, all in good shape. And it was like 50 of them. I like sit there for like an hour straight, just typing all these things in the computer. Uh, uh, that is the one drawback, though, of physical collection. You, you need a place to put it all. And Mr. Job says we need another good Batman game after the masterpiece that was the Batman 2022. Probably my favorite Batman movie after the Dark Knight. A lot of people really liking this Batman movie. Huh. And Lux says, would you recommend the Retro Tink 5X for Switch? Doesn't really Switch? need it. Doesn't really need it. Okay, that that's more for the, the retro. Yeah, more for retro stuff. Okay. Reese says, didn't expect Gran Turismo to pull me away from Elden Ring, but the solo player progression is so addicting. Too bad they went always online. Yeah. Truly Epic says, uh, question for Evan and Click. I'm just beginning to start streaming again, and I'm wondering if you all have some fun multiplayer games you recommend. Depends on your community, really. If you're going to play with them or if you're going to just play something randomly online for multiplayer. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. What your community, like what might grow viewers and wanting to play with you might be different than what you want to play by yourself. Hey, start building it up right now with Halo because, you know, that season two is coming just two months from now. <laughs> I would say definitely though. Oh boy. Yeah, but I, I, I would two, say definitely make it, <laughs> make it a game that you yourself won't get super tired of. Like don't necessarily just do what's popular it just play minecraft you're gonna have fun for extended periods of time yeah yep and this is from king saying been watching you guys for years now and you've all helped reignite my passion in gaming thank you just want to say keep up the good work and ask randomly what's everyone's fast food chain of choice Ooh, i haven't had fast food in a long time yeah mm, yeah it might have been like i don't know does five guys count as fast food i don't know yes. yeah oh, i think no. it would Chipotle that, counts, right? Chipotle counts. Yeah, Ch I was gonna say Chipotle go. or go and Chipotle. Or, or, just, or Culver's. So much better burrito place near me. I, I can like go. I'm going with Chipotle because maybe Moe's. Extra I'd go steak. With Moe's. Good to go. Chipotle's good. What the hell's Moe's? What? You gotta walk in and they say welcome to Moe's. Yeah, they have we to. Did it it we is went, in their too many it games. Is, it is in their contract. They have to say it. Nate, make your way out to too many games. We'll show you. Do you have a Qdoba near you? 
Do you know what Qdoba is? Nathan? What? No. Okay, never mind. There's Nathan's nothing Hispanic rock. of any kind near Nathan. Oh, gosh, there's a lot of Hispanic restaurants near me. They're just not the. They're just not franchises. They're independently owned and operated by authentic people. Yeah, you got the good mom and pop places, probably. Yeah, we don't have. I don't, I'm not going into Moe's and the guy cooking my food. The name is. Hey man, I only Bill got 30 White. minutes to eat when I was working at Marshalls and Home Goods. That was right there. <laughs> the only Moe's I know is Modell's, and it's a sporting store in New York. Nah. I bet there's some good wiener joints over there, Nate. Yeah, they are. They're called New York Systems. <laughs> you go to Con you go to the Coney Island in Oneyville. You get three all the way and a large coffee milk. You're all set. Awesome. Guy takes the bond, he puts it right on his forearm. Wiener's in the chat. Puts those Everyone. together. Wiener's in the this, chat. This one's from Richard saying, Guy's going to check out Ely EX. Alex, too? Alex, too. Yep. That just oh. dropped on Steam, I saw. It, eh, I don't know. I've never heard it. good things about Alex, so I don't really care. Oh. Okay. Georgie says, All the platinum talent left to Tango and Capcom. Uh, Joe says, Elden Ring or Breath so of Wild 2. They went back to Ca Capcom. That's what Georgie is claiming. I have to look into that, Nate. Hmm. Joe says, Elden Ring or Breath of the Wild 2 game of the year. Why or why not? I I, I, I don't know anything about Breath of the Wild. That's the only thing. It's <laughs> This is coming up a lot, this conversation. Not just from Joe, but like a lot of people. Because they say, uh, for me, Breath of the Wild 2 expands open world disguise and new elements like going through things. Plus, Nintendo breeds innovation. I, I I don't really know anything about Breath of the Wild 2 necessarily right now. Like that, That's coming up a lot. People are just assuming it's going to come down to Elden Ring versus basically anything now. It's like Elden Ring is the clear favorite currently. Uh, but we need to see Breath of the Wild 2 because there's always the possibility that it runs into a similar situation we see with Horizon where people are like, hey, this is cool. But it, it doesn't have that initial impact of Breath of the Wild because it's a sequel to it. It's got big so. shoes to fill. Yeah. yeah, that exactly. Yeah, so there's a we got to see yep. this E3. Hopefully, Nintendo shows up, blow everyone's minds, and we're back to back to the holiday for Breath of the Wild too. Let me go to MVG here. Where can everyone find you? Thanks for having me on. You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and YouTube Modern Vintage Gamer. I did a video today about PlayStation Vita games running on the Switch, so check that out. And I'll have a video on Monday as usual and. Nate and I will have an episode out next week. So check out the channel and uh, keep following me on Twitter. Georgie says Microsoft needs to buy FromSoft. Platinum is a lost cause. I, FromSoft's owned by another company. I don't think. Yeah, they're owned like by Kodakawa. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I, I, I don't think at all now they're like looking to part with them. Uh, Dan says thoughts on Epic buying Bandcamp. That sounds like MVG's territory. It's like music stuff. Yeah, I have my music on Bandcamp. Um, there, there are some people that are very apprehensive about the deal, you know, because obviously when a big, big bad, you know, uh, company comes in and, and, and buys out a, uh, a website, there's always some apprehension, I guess, about, you know, what's going to happen? Is it going to stay free and all that stuff? So I think this is a let's wait and see what happens. Uh, the CEO, the current CEO at Bandcamp says nothing's going to change. They've just been bought out uh so we'll see you know we'll, we'll see what what comes out of that but i would say you know um just i don't know like maybe you know there may be some change uh at some point but i, I wouldn't be too concerned about it i think the next few here from mr davis from the oj's uh, uh pre-show that he does where he asks okay so mr davis thinks that nintendo 
should buy platinum because of the quality of Bayonetta and how their relationship has uh, has basically created some really good action games with with those titles. But I I just don't think Nintendo is interested in taking on platinum games just because of the what they usually do. I mean, I don't know. I don't, Nate, do you think Nintendo would buy platinum games? No. No. Okay. Well, there no. You go. I mean, I, I could. I'm not saying it's a it's a it's a lock or anything, but I could see an avenue where Nintendo could, hmm, like okay. Astral Chain as well. Would that avenue know? be if Platinum Games liquidated and they just hired I a bunch the of them? I think the problem with me, like for me seeing them buy a Platinum Games is what do you really gain? Nintendo owns Astral Chain IP, so what they would end up buying is essentially the wonderful 101. I mean, mm. why not buy Monolith first if you're going to buy something and, like, make it your own kind of thing? Like, guarantee it's just for you. <laughs> mm. Part of me is, like, at the end of the... I feel like it would be, like, a huge hit to Nintendo if Monolith got taken out from under them somehow. What? what with Platinum, I guess technically they have Astral Chain. They have, like, the partnership with Sega for Bayonetta, right? Like, they could do that. Mm -hmm. And then maybe they make another, like, uh, original IP or something. Like, they could, I think they could find stuff for Platinum do if they really wanted to bring them in and didn't want to lose them to maybe Microsoft. Maybe they're like, well, hold on. Platinum works on some of these games that we, we would like to continue selling and making more games for. I think my concern if I was Nintendo is that just because I own, I can buy this company, but if Kamiya decides he's fed up with the Good way point. Nintendo wants the management, he leaves. Now Nintendo's, some of the team yeah. leaves with him. So now I'm left with a shell of a company. The talent has left. But, oh, I get to say on my roster of studio owns, I have Platinum Games, which is the yeah. equivalent of NST. That's what That's what I'm th I, I think Nintendo would rather go look for like a Team Ninja or something to make Bayonetta rather than buy Platinum and ensure that they have them for it. Because I, I feel like Nintendo would think, Nintendo thought they could make a Metroid Prime. Like, you don't think they believe they could go to, like, Team Ninja and get Bayonetta made? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I think Nintendo Nintendo likes to look for companies to make these contracts and deals with and partner with. That's why you see Koei Tecmo get so many of these titles, yeah. like the Fire Emblem Warrior games or Hyrule Warriors and stuff like that, is they like to partner with these companies instead of outright ownership. And that's what Platinum feels as though they fall into. They're a good, comp they're a good company for Nintendo to make these contractual agreements with for various projects but outright ownership you now take on a lot more overhead you have to cover all of these salaries for these employees you're responsible for the real estate that they're making the games in there's a lot that comes with full ownership and i don't know if platinum is really the type of company that is in nintendo's radar for ownership right now they're just a very good company to come to with various partnerships for games when it suits nintendo's you know, needs and requirements. How did games like Nier sell in comparison to like Bayonetta and National Train, though? Oh, uh, Nier, Nier, Nier was like the, 10 times massive Bayonetta. numbers. So, like, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that wouldn't even necessarily be the optimal choice per se. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it depends what, and I mean, I'm not sure what the contracts are, but I assume Bayonetta's contract is decent for Platinum with how much time they're taking with it. So, well, yeah, I mean, mm. I mean Bayonetta would be dead if it wasn't for Nintendo. Yeah. So, yep. Then oh then Mr. Davis uh, I OJ did not talk to me about your story yet I'm sure he will but uh, Mr. Davis also asked about the Ninja Turtle game and where, what's going on with this thing where's, where's Shredder's, Shredder's Revenge, Revenge? what's going on here good good things take time <laughs> it'll, it'll be here. I, I think it's coming out this think of this holiday it's gonna be like a late 2022 yeah. title let, let it bake in the oven that's that game is gonna be fantastic it looks good it looks good I'm ready for it I'm ready for it uh, let's go to Miss Click where can everyone find you. 
yeah thanks for having me thanks for telling me chat i literally did not i literally thought this whole time nintendo didn't own monolith oh yeah they yeah they own monolith they, they actually they have like massive buildings and offices with they I've, moved into nintendo's like offices and stuff i literally just like my mind was shattered because i was like why haven't they at this point but that makes sense so thank you chat i appreciate it because these guys didn't tell me um but you can find me here <laughs> on either, youtube honestly i'm only the half listening to this right now. <laughs> yeah it's, it's okay i'm used to it uh you guys can find me here on <laughs> youtube as miss clay gaming or you can find me live on twitch where people actually listen to me um misclick underscore live other than that you can catch me on on instagram or twitter where we're always causing chaos uh as just misclick so thanks for having me did you know nintendo doesn't own intelligent systems or hal laboratories i did uh, know that i know well i, I don't i don't know but i knew how how separate right yeah how separate, is yeah. separate and intelligent systems are separate, separate. A lot of people think they own intelligent systems, which is really funny. I bet you people at intelligent systems think they're owned by Nintendo even. Like just like new hires and stuff. Like, wow, I work for Nintendo, finally. Well, I feel like HAL for a lot of people is a little shocking because like when you think of I guess HAL a little bit, it's it's Sakurai kind of thing. So mm. I mean, even the company that they bought for like half a million dollars were working in Nintendo's offices. So they were probably confused themselves uh when that purchase happened. Uh Isaac says, uh MVG, do you think Xbox will ever fix their DRM? No. There you go. Mark says, Aloy, hey, Don Matrick, six years too too early, huh? He was the man. He, he, was too, he knew. He, he knew. knew. And everyone yelled at him and back. pushed him out the industry. What about other ideas he Hashtag has? Hashtag bring Metric back. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the visionaries, you know, like the you got the modem in the in the Dreamcast. The original, the, the, the handhelds with the cartridges for the Game Boy, Don Matrick with the DRM and the always online. Wasn't one of Matrick's ideas that we could just put a disc in the system, take it out, and not have to put it back in for like two months? Yes. Yep. I actually I wouldn't thought, mind that I thought, idea. <laughs> I know. I thought that was an idea that the media was coming up with and it got spread around so much that they thought he said that. I, I think it was something weird happened because their messaging was so poor that like, interviews were happening and the wrong information was being given out left and right wouldn't um, you actually like that since we installed the game anyways but who wouldn't like it the third parties they'd be like well hold yeah. on hold on a minute you can just pass the disc or wait hold like, wait a minute you beat our two-hour game and you you so just rented you, the game and one returned disc it like per <laughs> apartment yes. complex completely fine someone in the chat saying he didn't understand gaming he absolutely understood gaming way before everyone else did this is, this I, is where we are now i'm telling you he's he's he knew what he was doing technically he just he wasn't willing to to to, to keep things going there sometimes, he was like he got yes. a better deal and he was out he's like I'm out. sometimes an idea is also just a little too early the oh the yeah industry wasn't ready for Wait, the too. ideas yet he was 10 years too soon so the industry reacts the way it does and then 10 years later it's like you know what that idea isn't terrible and you know actual actuality but it happens in every industry. And, and I mean, let's be real. Sony just slapped them around. Like they did the whole thing where they're like, here's a, how do you let people borrow your game here? Yeah. Like right here's there. the, Unless it's Gran Turismo 7, game. you have to connect Thanks. to the, no. So do you think the television maker will be good in 10 no. years, Nate? No, I don't. Did anyone really think that system was going to come out? I looked into the system more this past week and I'm glad I didn't cover it at all because this thing's never coming out. The real question, MVG, is will it be out in 10 years? No, no, no. No, oh. no. Let me ask Television you this. Television or MVG. Silent Hill. I'm gonna one. ask you one thing about the Amico. You're a developer. I'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pitch it to you. Okay, you're a developer right now, right? Look, I yep. know that. I know that switches over there. Hundred million. 
mm-hmm. sold. The dev kits are six hundred dollars or something like something like that, right? Full price games though. The net look. system might might sell it that I don't know, a couple thousand or something. Mm-hmm. You can't charge more than ten bucks on the system. It's got to be rated E. All Exclusive. right, no microtransactions. Exclusive. All right, you're in, right? <laughs> you are really entertaining this thought right now. Listen, if if there was anything, <laughs> if there was anything that was 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 predatory, is the deals that Intellivision was Damn. allegedly mm. offering the developers. Mm, I saw those. Mm. Yeah, that's. Uh, I I don't know how any person would have looked at that those uh, the guidelines for developers and been like, this is gonna this is gonna do. This is going to do a lot of numbers right here. It's like, why? Why would they make for it? Why would they make games for that? People who agreed to make games for this platform would have been like college students who were pitching like their final projects as a full release just to get their names out there and say, I released a game on a retail system. Or juniors that want to break into the industry. Yeah. You could just go make it and put it on Steam or put it (laughs) on the the Switch. Like, I I just don't understand what what the pull was there. Like, there was never God. any pull. How was that going to work? You just made me think of another horrendous oh, idea. No, no. That we saw implemented during the Wii U, Xbox One generation of consoles. Mm-hmm. What the hell was Nintendo thinking with TV? That button actually came up clutch. Not the button. I'll be honest. The app. <laughs> okay. The oh. app where you could like watch, you could go through like football scores on a on the app that was like 12 minutes behind live television. And you could talk to people on like a messaging board, be like, I can't believe this just happened in euphoria. You're like, I can go to Twitter or a forum or Facebook. Why am I talking to you on this? They didn't that even button, release in button. Europe. It was so bad. That button worked though. It was a good, it was good yeah, it was a good, it was a good universal remote. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Laro says is overclocking worth it or is it time for Xbox? series s oh i overclocking for i guess the switch i mean i don't know it's it's fun to mess around with but it's not anything that you would you would use like as as your regular workflow it's really just there to just do comparison testing honestly mark says aloy just isn't an interesting character in their opinion Mm. i think um I think there are a lot of interesting interesting people in the world and you don't have to interact with them if you don't find them interesting. So I think that's okay. She had some of her backstory. No, some of her backstory is interesting. I did lose some interest in the first game, though, I'll be honest, but that's because they made me walk into a room and scan 12 things. I'm like, what is this? What is going on? It gets crowded very easily. There are a lot of different like regions and characters like i'm even re-meeting some of these characters in the second one i'm like to be honest i barely remember you or i didn't even do your side quest so i don't even know you yes um but i i will say like if the concept of like you being born and you're shunned your entire life and then you like have to prove yourself and then instead of just being accepted into the tribe you find out you have to save the world if that if like the weight of that on a character isn't interesting to you like i i don't I mean, that's, again, your personal choice to me. Like, I try to put myself in the shoes of that character, but if that's too emotionally exhausting for you, that's fine. That's okay. You can play as a silent protagonist in Elden Ring, and if that's somehow more interesting to you, then do it. That's good for you. Let me go over here to a few of the Streamlabs stuff. There's two of them. Uh, Beast Gaming says, now with digital console sales growing, would it be wise to start buying digital games to play them on future consoles like the PS6, which may be an all-digital console with the possibility of backwards compatibility for PS4 and PS5 games? 
because they may not have a disk drive possibly? Uh, that is a good question because I think this is going to be the last generation for disk drives. Mm. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> Liam says, is there a specific Mario Kart track that you guys want to have back with the booster course pass? I feel like we... Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did that along with a question that did said, that which one? ones don't you want? I feel like we did that one last week. Hmm. I did just get a clean copy of uh, Mario Kart Double Dash, though. I've had oh. one that's just disc only and like all messed up. I it, I don't know how it works. It's all messed up. It, though? It was like 80 bucks. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. It's it's right. complete. It's clean. Man, it even has like the, the safety warning thing that no one read. That's in there. <laughs> um, I don't buy as many GameCube games now just because they're all like expensive. So like too many games, I guess. Next time that happens, I'll find that table that has buy two, get the third free again and do that. You really think they that really think they offer the, a buy two, get one? They did that last the, time. That's how I got some. Yeah, because yeah. he walked up there. He's like, do you know who I am? <laughs> I did. I did spend some money on those Resident Evil games, though, because I'm like, I want to get these now. I saw it was a tweet today. It was Simpsons hit and run where a guy put out the picture and he's like, new retro game store opened in my mall. I'm not going back. Shows the picture of Simpsons hit and run on the GameCube. The store was charging $120 for it. It was How much used. Is that actually that much? No, brand new. It's that much. Complete inbox uh, is usually 80. I was going to say, I have that. I have that one. Yeah, I was like $120 for Simpsons hit and run. Are you like, I'll sell you mine. You know what? You know what blew up in, in value are those demo discs. And it's funny because I bought demo discs for like 20 bucks like for a video like a year or so ago and now they're just like i think one of them i bought's like worth 200 dollars for no reason at all this gamecube stuff is crazy uh nate where can everyone find you they can find me on youtube at nate the hate as mvg said we will have an episode in the coming week where we will go over the nvidia leak and whether or not it is a switch 2 switch pro or something else also other information regarding the leak and the hardware in question Ooh, okay, okay, okay. And Evan, where can I find you? Find me on Twitter, Kimmerx Project. If I'm doing any conventions or anything that's going on, I'll usually post there. Uh, stream schedule is probably going to go back to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for the coming weeks because I got tons of other side things I need to focus on doing. Okay. That's going to do it here for Spawncast. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure you check out Nate's podcast this week. should be interesting. And then me and MVG did a fun little video talking about some of the, the NVIDIA leaks as well for developers' perspective. That'll be out tomorrow. Until then, we'll see you guys later. Bye -bye. Do, 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 do.